All right, you heard that song? You know, Ramey, uh-oh. Ramey, we're going Ramey, in Ramey. reverse, going in reverse, uh, first, first. You know, we're back, everybody. Uh, I mean, if you don't know who we are, you'll know in a second. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Absolutely. I'm excited about this one. We haven't done one in a while. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. What color I see? Shut that you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I, I got me. Everybody, <laughs> that's some We're skin. Oh, we had some skin here. Absolutely, we do. It's not going to be total nude, but it's going to be a little risque here. It's Welcome little, back, everybody. Core. It's soft core. You know. Welcome back. This is Keith Pazel. I'm here watching TV. As always, we're going to talk about television and ourselves uh, while we watch TV. Here we got Friday the Thirteenth Part One. We've been off for a week. We had technical difficulties. And why is Friday the 13th on? Because... Is it Friday the 13th? It is Friday the 13th today. Well, look, you learn something new every day. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, the original Friday the 13th is, you know, our pre-show ritual. We kind of talk about some of the, uh, you know, topics we're going to talk about. We, I think we say on book relatively well, you know, but we go Let's off on tangents. get you on camera here real you know? quick, Crocious. But it is... Friday the 13th, the Inception. <laughs> That's what they should call this. Friday the 13th, the Inception. And then let's get you here uh, on camera while this happens. It, it, it was truly time. the commercials for this. Authentically scary. Wave, they can see you now, Crow. There's your camera. Hey, good to see you. We're oh, watching God. Friday the 13th right now. And I was just going off about the commercials for this were So terrifying. the previews? like oh, the it, Was it well, all kind of like just like... Was did they show you any of the movie, or was it just kind of like the music and people like? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and, and just like and, and like some blood, some real gore was shown. The Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon is this is one of his very first. Crocious movies. watched it and was like, "Oh yeah. no, I, I, have it, I have it down still." <laughs> and Kevin Bacon, uh, and, and uh, spoiler alert. Oh no! What they showed that stood out to me in my eleven-year-old mind when I watched the commercials for this was the hand coming from underneath the bed, and and then the, like the 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 arrow or the spear being stuck through the neck of Kevin Bacon. Actually, and oh they yeah, spin it around. That was in the commercial, and it was like. Oh my God! Oh yeah, that's Th- that a hardcore ter- scene. Like that's terrifying. I'm 11 years old, and it was like exciting, like titillating, but frightening. I, I was, I had a big hardcore like a uh, uh, horror phase that I went through from about, I'd say about 11 to 14. I'd say 10, 10 to 14. I think it was truly a reaction to the awfulness of my childhood. <laughs> like I, I sort of projected into it, you know, all my disappointments. 
were like captured in horror because it was exciting too. There was something like kind of borderline sexual about it too. It was like, whoa, man. <laughs> oh, there's nothing borderline sexual about these movies. They fucking bang, dude. Oh, they do. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it is. I mean, again, this was again, this was the horror genre as opposed to the era of film that we've talked about 17,000 or I have talked about you never talk about it. I always talk about it. I, I love horror. I, I, I'm the not 80s bring... horror I'm a big 80s horror because <laughs> this these franchises tipped into the 90s for me like yeah, these yeah. were happening well into my life oh absolutely yeah these are the big it was the beginning you know I couldn't I could do without this one a little bit because I knew the mom was the killer like I knew things don't get going Jason wise yeah. until the second one yeah when he comes out of the, the end is great. When he pops out of the boat. Oh, oh, that scene. They leave you wanting. Here's what, <laughs> with that scene, this, this is a story. This is a reveal. Okay. This is a reveal. I was, I was probably, I think 12 years old. When Do you this think happened. she was hot by the way? The girl, the blonde hair, the uh, blonde girl right there with the Bob, the blonde Bob. Uh, well, she's, she's the one who survives. Well, yeah, and, and but I think is, they purposely made her homely. I think that well, they wanted to make her kind of like the good girl. She well, wanted yeah. to make the good girl, obviously. No one, no one wants to make with her. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So again, the message is like fucking is somehow like a bad thing too. I'm telling you, it. God, I, I, and I, I wanted this genre, this era of film. There were so many knockoffs of this. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth original was a phenomenon. It was a horror movie phenomenon when it came out. I mean, it's obviously it spawned this incredibly ridiculous, you know, franchise. But there was the, these these slasher movies were the, the, then the, a bunch of them. After this, it was like a Happy Birthday to Me. Oh, and was like one of them, the Babysitter. Yes, yeah, or the <laughs> insert name after the the, the prom, murderer, the babysitter the murderer is going to be this. Yeah, and it was uh, like Blood Beach. There was also like uh, Motel Hell. There were all these like weird, shitty horror movies. But I remembered them because I would I would sometimes read Fangoria magazine. That's still out. Know. That's still is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, even I knew, though, even my nerdy streak, even by, by the time I was like 14 or 15, I was like, listen, there are girls in this world. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just get there lost. It, I'm going to get lost in Fangoria as much as it kind of excited me. But it was tied into like those teen sex, sex films. Like this was the horror version, but Porky's was going on too at the yeah. same time as this. this like, these are parallel these movies, tracks. These movies I love because they've they created a few things that are amazing. And that's... Dumb cop, this guy. Yeah. Pay you for this? Hey, nice bike. What are you doing, brother man? Kind of like the dude, the <laughs> cops from Sanford and Son. They kind of like got that vibe. They're really stiff. Man, grass, hash, the weed, dig it? Now, that's me, little sweet leaf, little tea, little bud, little herb, Dig little it. green. It sounded like he said the A N word. Absolutely, man. We got, let's pop it on. We got to listen to. Him. I got to. We got to watch it. Fifteen seconds yes. for copyright. So. Officer, is there anything we can do to help? We'd be glad to help out. Looking for somebody. Now, who's that? Guy named Ralph. Looking for <laughs> looking for a little herb, brother man. Looking for a guy named Ralph. Look at the dollar they give him. I told you to sit. Always, on but so so you it. have dumb cop. You have militaristic woods guy yeah who's always peering into the woods yeah yeah and like has guns yeah and then there's uh there's crazy townie 
Yeah, of course. Like, who else has some kernel of truth? Oh, and he's everywhere. Like, you know something in 64, the Voorhees family. Yeah, there was always like And he's that. everywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. everywhere. He's a weird ubiquitous thing that kind of comes in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the he, Fog had that with Peter Eustace. He, he's telling you never to go. Don't go anywhere. Don't go to that town. <laughs> Don't go to that bathroom. Don't you, go around that hallway. You know what happened over there? Like, how do you know town drunk? Why am I supposed to believe you? You know? Yeah. You're literally suffering from dementia. Early onset dementia. And then classic 80s horror movie staple, the pedophile. Oh, oh even the it, counselor that wants to fucking tune up one of the fucking one of the girls. Well, well, well they certainly like the guy that's well, clearly 42 and he's just like, what did you just turn 19, yeah, Sally? Yeah. Oh, people used to hook up in, uh, in, in summer camp when I was 14 years old. I remember I was hanging out at this dance at, at, at summer camp and this girl kind of was like, do you want to dance? No, she was like, was there a lot of this slow going dance? On? It was I could. You I, came I, up in that era. Oh, absolutely. Members yeah. only. <laughs> so, dude, I was at a fucking. Yeah, you bite your lower lip. <laughs> we <We'll> go. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a like '80s hack joke, but it's still funny. You know what I mean? Like the white man overbite. That's when Harry met Sally. That was Billy Crystal. You no, know, I've never line. seen that movie. Oh, oh, well, it's no, you have. It's called Annie Hall. That's actually yes, you have seen the movie. I've Keith. never it's seen Sleepless in Seattle. I've never seen uh, what's I've never seen when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally's, you know, when it came out, it was deemed like a, like a very good romantic comedy. Like, I've seen you know, her come in the restaurant. Yeah, well, but that's I, I another can't. movie. Yeah, I had seen porn by then, so by the yeah. time that scene came around, I'm like, I've seen people fuck in a restaurant, yeah. <laughs> like her kind of being like, oh, while people are sitting there. Well, that was a big moment. Like Meg yeah. Ryan, I've that's seen what... IRL porn while people are really having sex <laughs> in a diner in the middle of New York City. Literally, <laughs> literally, but that 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 cemented Meg Ryan as like the sweetheart of America. You know, she was very much like she even like. Like there was a time when her and Julia Roberts, I think, were competing for the heart of America. You know, like that—that that, that was their role as like divine women. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, what's... you know some uh, Meg Ryan, her very first movie role, uh, Amityville Horror 3D, which well, I put in this. It was more the supernatural side. I feel like Amityville Horror was more ooh. related to like uh, well, what are those Clive Barker ones? Uh, the uh, the Clive Barker uh, Hellraiser. Just for the podcast, Hellraiser. we're flipping to an ep of Quantum Leap here, season one of Quantum Leap. Oh, we're going to the movies to see this crow. Oh yeah, well I think I Maverick think I'm, bro. I think I'm out of a date on that one. Well, I think let's my, double up. You know I. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I Both mean, are we got two brown women, two white guys. <laughs> this is true. Women of color. You know, <laughs> we're woke, dude. <laughs> That's right, we are. No, but but it, uh, again, the horror genre. I'm talking about Keith. You could follow me on this. I, I feel like there was the Amityville was more kind of the arc towards like Hellraiser. The whole supernatural phantasm is in that. The idea of hell and existing in a hell. That, that there was this kind of demonic side to it. That that was definitely part because that's different than this. This is the slasher genre, right? Oh but yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're both obviously under the umbrella of uh, of. Uh, of horror, of course. I mean, this is cutting edge. These are cutting edge things I'm saying, Keith. <laughs> but no, but I mean, that, that to me makes total sense. Whereas the Freddy Krueger. That was more comedy. Yeah. Although it's, it, it was its own genre too. It was like your. Well, My like favorite the, thing about the, the Friday the 13th, the, the making of it is it wasn't even like they just said. The, like, I think what movie, some movie had come out before it, Prom Night or something like that. Uh, Prom Night was a year after this. But yeah, because Prom Night was sprung directly but from there this. there was so, a absolutely. movie where they were he, they were just like, make me something for this much money. 
Yeah. Like, we want to make a horror movie for this much money. For basically, like, 300000 yeah. bucks. And then after that, there were people who were like, make me a Friday the 13th at a high school. Make it, me a Friday yeah. the 13th here. Make me a Friday yeah. the 13th here. Absolutely. You know, I mean, they knew that they had tapped into something with that one. And so, you know, obviously, it's a copycat league, copycat industry. Yeah. But the fact that of that era, to me, what did that say about the character of teenagers at that time? I truly do believe this. It, it was the stress of being an American suburban kid was very much captured in a lot of those horror movies. You know, I think it was a lot of a lot of white angst was sort of being the sex thing, you know, and like there was still like, you know, Puritan rules that we're still living in now. We still have we're still living in the I wish it was Puritan. It would be better than what we're experiencing right now. You know, it's just like it's it's bizarre. The Byzantine rollbacks going on, you know, of uh the law oh yeah well that's what this is a good spine show because just like jason Voorhees is hunting down uh counselors here uh you got a Voorhees like thing hunting down abortion (laughs) rights yeah 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 yeah. he is uh, so that is so things have happened that we got we got some channel surfing topics oh here he is you know something and i I don't even think we're qualified to talk about abortion necessarily i just want to bring it up because you called it yeah. The, like, yeah, that's a, like you were like, they're going to repeal Roe Ro versus Wade. And I was yeah. just like, get the fuck out of here. Of course, that they've been wanting to do this for fucking. I always, just, it was that, first I always looked at that as one it's a of 50 like, year play they're playing. I always looked at Roe v. Wade as like. A nuclear war type of thing like they talk about it, but they're not actually going to do it. No, this is this is the it's a Christian right fucking Hail Mary, pa- literally a Hail Mary pass. Yeah, and they're fucking completing it, you know, and it's just it's uh, although. Yeah, they got Mahomes we, throwing that one. Well, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about it. I mean, it, it is whatever. We have to see what the ruling see that is. that guy, how he's eating yeah. that sandwich. That's what they're doing to you your abortion rights. You know something? Rights. I got to get on my bike now. Watch out for so and so. You see how uh, she's leaning? You see how he's getting on that bike? That's what they're yeah. doing. They're riding away on with your abortion rights. Like yeah. this old yeah. man's about to ride away with. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well. What what I've read, Keith, the facts are. But again, we don't know. The facts are God's real and he's happy. <laughs> we're making God happy because we're building a culture of life as we don't wear our mask. As we don't wear our mask well, and I'm, help I'm, spread a disease that has killed a million people. We're busy being pro-life. Outside it's of like, the bus. Wow. Outside of the bus. I'm fucking psyched about no mask. You know, oh, no masks. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. I mean, it is. Well, has it officially become the word? The word now, or has it officially become the? the um, thing? I mean, L.A. kind of put them back. Yeah, they put them back. It's. Well, I keep wearing mine. I gotta wear mine. You know, I gotta wear. Oh, look at each other. Yeah. That, is uh, he wearing like a dolphin? Is that a dolphin's jersey yeah, that I, they couldn't get the rights to? I, I think it's Jimmy Cephalo. It's. It might be Nat Moore. Whatever. It's some, Nat, it's some Nat Negro Moore. that plays football. You know. Nat Moore. Nat Moore. Was a great wide receiver for his era. Like he that's, was a deep threat. That's also another staple of these horror movies is you got the guy that talks like this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm going to get killed second or third in this fucking movie, you know. <laughs> I'll be working in a dark room on this piece of equipment and, and all of a sudden what? a hatchet will come out. You know? And I'll be telling a joke as I do it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like Belzer. Yeah, but, but it is. Uh, uh, so what I think is going to happen, Keith, what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong. They, they floated the rumor of coast to coast i cannot imagine yeah, mitch them. mcconnell talked about that i can whenever his hand gets black he fucking speaks weird fucking God. speaks weird hillbilly gibberish you know it's just it, it is 
they can't do that. They can't do that. They can't go coast to coast. They can't do that. That is a preposterous assumption. That that is it is so wrong. And it's not even it's about controlling women and like procreating the white species in rural areas as part of their thing to damn it, the white race is under attack. So we got to have more whites on our side. That's the reason why we gotta get rid there are people who think that way, I think, that actually think this is a good thing. You know, why should they have a voice? You know, yes, you have a voice. It's not the dominant voice. It's not the majority. This is such a, a reveal of the weakness of our political system. Again, that triumphs geography over population. It's what the people do in the cities. Now, here's the thing about. Now, this is what I don't it's understand. The economy. Here's what I don't understand about the Supreme Court, and maybe you can help me out with this. Is there a chance? I'm gonna as I talk about this, I'm gonna test my levels like a goddamn professional. I gotta turn myself way the fuck up. Is there a chance that because this got leaked, that it like not that like if the democratic party was was uh was competent could you stop this because it got leaked because it's not official yet so no. like, so this is happening yeah i mean something's the only way it's going to stop the only way it's going to stop someone is puts it, a the, flower in the barrel of a gun or, or justice roberts has a fucking talking to about like or the a grabber law, or you a know? grabber well i mean clarence thomas has got to have a grabber Clarence Thomas. So you're saying what, what an asshole. What a fucking asshole he is. I can't fucking stand him. I hate him. I don't like the guy. Sorry, I said the word hate. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get Nick's for that. No. I fine. have a strong disdain for we'll him. We'll get Nick's you know? playing audio on Friday the 13th. There's, there's Kevin Bacon right there. Look at him. Yeah, dude. Look at that. He looks like fucking a young Lou Ferrigno <laughs> right there. <laughs> look at. The, yeah, it's. Well, this is a. Uh, this is post. My dad, um, I'm this Lou is, Ferrigno. <laughs> he was. Uh, I think this is his first. This movie. is oh, the I think it's Animal like, House. Yeah, Animal this House movie. I think it says like, and now introducing Kevin Bacon. Yeah, well, they have Kevin R. Bacon. It throws the middle initial <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I got a minute. These women look pretty good. Look at her. She's cute. Would you agree? She's cute. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, totally. They, they, they had pretty women. Well, they're gonna in these. bang later. You know, Anyone absolutely. who's cute is gonna bang. That's what you got to know about these movies. She gets a hat. She gets an axe in the face. That's how she gets it. Yeah. You know? Well, and these were classic because the deaths are so fake. They're not even. You can show them on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to me, it was like it looks like a cake with an axe in th- it. Th- this was like revolutionary graphics when I was a kid. This was absolutely a cutting edge. Oh my god, the blood. At the same time, Keith, even I knew it was a little bit fake. Even I had enough taste to realize, uh, could have looked a little better, you know? <laughs> enough taste? Anyway, uh, yeah, so they're going to roll what back. What was the first movie where you were like, this uh, is the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life? Like, like gore-wise, where you weren't like, come well, on. Well, I mean, most amazing visual spectacle, of course, was Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars was like a... It was like an evolutionary leap in film. It was unbelievable, you know. And then obviously Empire, of course, those two. Uh, but then uh, for, for horror, I, I almost couldn't. This is up there. Friday the 13th is up there. Uh, phantasm to me. I've was always, a, adult, you know, adults that I was around always said Phantasm was like very scary. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely, Wasn't it just about an old man with scars on his face? Yeah, well, it, 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 he play, he's like a six. Yeah, again, yeah, the, 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 
the the 70s look at this the 70s i mean the 70s oh look at that she's bad taking, a, guy. taking a nice like, lovely yeah. urine in front of him the 70s bad guy this is deep relationships guy, I've, i have yet to to bathroom in front of alicia <laughs> oh what is, did she piss on the bed no 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 they're getting together they're gonna get it on but the way she sat down it looked like she was oh no bra yeah yeah she has 80s boobs too yeah yeah, yeah they're like, real the nipples were lower set to the stomach yeah. more yeah yeah saggy beef beaver tails you know <laughs> but they look good they were is this natural when he gets through the, when they when he knifes them through the bed I, yeah yeah it's because it's it's their post just like how the republicans they, are sticking their knife through your abortion rights god it is i'm gonna be doing that the whole movie what i think is gonna happen keith just get back on target with that i've said this before on the show uh what i think is gonna happen is they'll say okay we're giving up to, it's a state's rights thing you know, that's well, part yeah, of the that's legal kind theory. of like what it. Yeah. And, and it's just like, OK, then you decide for yourself, states. And they know that basically when that happens, all of the red states will make the abortion clinics. Uh, you know, they'll shutter them. They'll make them illegal. But I've talked about on the, on the show before. I think that there are 48 abortion clinics in 33 states in this country, 48 abortion clinics in 33 states. You know, so it's like the fact is and there are 808 total abortion clinics. So, I mean. 90% of them are in blue states, you know, so it's like, and the blue states won't overturn oh, it. They're going to start throwing them on the border and so, shit. Well, yeah, exactly. That That's going to happen. And then there's going to be underground railroad shit going on. They're going to have a bunch of ogres going around at the garden. Of nerds. Yeah. And, and just like, and then the shame of the cultural shame of having to go, they shame you. The shame is pretty thick in small town America. They shame your ass. Shame on you, my God, for doing such an unholy act. You know, it's just like, how do you fucking know? How do you know? It is so backward in its thinking. It's just bizarre to me. Not surprising. There's Paul Rudd. <laughs> he has an age. What if he was in there? <laughs> this exactly. Now look at me, because if you see him, Seth he told Green it. age from fucking uh, <laughs> from Camp I Me Love. Uh, a classic thing I do. I, I I think it's I think it's Seth Rogen. No, seriously, Keith. No, when Seth, I do that, Seth Rogen is in yeah. uh, is in fucking what's that movie the uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal about time travel? Fucking Donnie Darko. Oh, he is. Seth he is. Rogen's one of the bullies that's bullying a Mexican girl, and wow. she looks at him and goes, "Shut up!" Oh, it's fucking really? hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I say that to a lot of my Honduran coworkers <laughs> to make them laugh. Star Cross, June fifteenth, nineteen seventy two. This is an episode of Quantum Leap. Do you know what I've been watching a lot of, Keith? Your fucking girlfriend's vagina. Yeah, no, that's, that won't be uh, said here. But um, oh. I, uh, what, I, what we, I've been watching is uh, on, on my, uh, He's on my Roku stick, dude, Celebrity Autopsy, the, the last hours of... I, I can now binge watch three Oh, yeah, because you probably got the Roku seasons. channel. It's I got on the, Roku. the Roku channel. It is been amazing i've watched like 12 episodes sam leaps into the persona of a womanizing college professor in 1972 encounters his lost love and attempts to reshape the past so he has to not <laughs> rape this girl is that the thing well, it's also I'm like gonna, I'm why not, that time like is he is he gonna sam, be caught in the, the nixon shit or sam something? watergate is gonna be going on we're I mean, sending you back so she doesn't <laughs> get raped we want you to make love to her <laughs> well it's bizarre. it'll change your whole life instead of being traumatized she'll feel the loving embrace of your sausage <laughs> Uh, but that's on commercial too. Well, so, but in yeah, the meantime, yeah, yeah. this Madison Cawthorn thing happened. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Uh, I, I've heard of uh, 
Well, I, I don't know the details, Keith. I Here's want to know. what's the bummer about Republicans. Who, who is he? Who is He's he? just some Republican guy, senator, congressman. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. inconsequential to his function of the government. Uh, senator would matter. He got caught face fucking his cousin, essentially. Like, there's a video of him, like, thrusting a dildo. Oh, wow, he has a dildo dancing. on. Oh, God. That's a little. That's he a says little he was top. just horsing around. Let a little light Republican horseplay. <laughs> yeah. Here's why I'm just it's it's kind of upsetting that Republicans are such hateable people because they have cool sex (laughs) like they do cool sex stuff. It just also sucks that they want poor people to die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're choking it off. There's no doubt about it, well, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, wow, they're, they're thinning the herd. They're thinning the herd. Yet it's counter to uh, wanting to make abortion uh, illegal. It's such a it is such a weird, distorted way of thinking to my to, to my worldview. It is just like it's anathema to how I think, you know, it, Ooh, it's good. You word. Know, it, it's just uh, and just that whatever. word. That word is the sponsor of today's show. It's foolish. <laughs> you know, it's. We're selling anathema right now, anathema sprays. Uh, but no, I. Uh, it's just a, not the way I think of the world. People, the unwanted pregnancy is a thing, you know? Oh, and then I've heard Mississippi may want to just ban contraception. No, I don't know what that means. I'd have to read more about Are you going to say you can't sell condoms in a fucking state? No, you come Give on me, the I Bible. Mean, <laughs> and then that turns it oh, into holy water. You blaspheme. Why would you say such an yeah, awful thing? Blaspheming. You know, Jesus Blast Christ. some theme all over your daughter's face. You know? I've said this a million times about the Christian right. This is why they bother me so much. You are obviously hiding from your dark side. What, Just admit you have a dark side and integrate it into your personality. What bothers you more, the Christian right or Donnie and Marie Osmond for any reason whatsoever? I used to like Donnie and Marie when I was a kid, you know, because it was the very first concert I ever went to. And I had a crush on Marie. Osmond. All these people look like Lou Ferrigno. Is that John Matusak? <laughs> looked like Matusak. So he's a womanizer. So he's going to get slugged around in this. I would imagine. Oh, I think, I think, or is it the guy who played Ogre in uh, Revenge of the Nerds? I brought up Ogre earlier. Oh, you did? All right. So this would be amazing. my advice. So you think I've raped women and I have, but not me. No, oh, it's not him, but it's uh, obviously uh, the guy poetry. No, but that is a 47-year-old wearing a Letterman jacket, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this guy's, he's yeah, acting. I get the idea. Look, Oscar, horny isn't romantic. There's your drop right there. There you go, yep. yep. Could be, depends on if you're horny. This is like a nerd's way of like It's like that SNL sketch jock. where they're like, you're not horny, you're horny. <laughs> That's not romantic. What do you mean? I'm horned up. What I just think say? it's funny to watch fucking uh, Scott Bakula go back and try and have to not. I just love that as a concept. We're sending you back to 72. So you unrape some girls. Yeah, it's it's or give advice like relationship advice. Well, no, he has to stop. So uh, he this womanizing professor dated a girl yeah. he knew. Yeah. And so he has to go back and like not break this girl's heart. But he also gets to lay down with her. Which okay. is a good perk as, okay. as being a star of a show. Oh, so he broke a woman's heart when he was younger and he's, he's remedying no. that? No, 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 no. Scott Bakula, yeah. the character, yeah. has to go back into the body of a womanizing professor <laughs> who broke the heart of someone that Scott Bakula knows. Oh, Ooh, oh okay. So, so it ties it to the yeah. present. Okay. And then he also gets to fuck the girl he's currently with in the present who he's fixing her <laughs> life. So he's doubly fixing her life, wow. fucking her in the present, going back to the past to fix her life, 
and then in the past also laying down with her as the professor but this time it's going to be a warm loving embrace yeah, of the sausage yeah exactly exactly it's not going to be a forceful give yeah yeah it's God. it's not going to be a, a madison cawthorn to the face <laughs> These, you know, I'm just, I'm processing what you're saying. Yeah, he's going to do a little Republican horseplay. Yeah, it's just, uh, well, it's just, uh, it's such a weird kind of, uh, oh, if I could go back and fix this person, everything would be fine. It's like, well, you know, you really can't fix them. You know what I mean? You can try to be supportive of them, but you can't fix them. They got to figure out their shit, you know, and if they need your assistance, they'll talk to you about it. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Go back you know? to Friday the 13th. What yeah. do we got here on the topics? Uh, the Kentucky Derby happened. That's a big TV yeah. event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was, that. I feel like that was bigger, definitely in the like, because sports are still big on TV, but like horse racing is is like, cornholing is more popular at this point. Oh yeah, like. without a doubt. I mean, but yeah. like I remember like when I was growing up, horse racing, I feel like was at the tail end of like, this is the, who, who gets it here and why does he get it? He's starting to blow a J, man. He's oh, yeah. smoke a J. Look at that pinner. He got laid smoking a J because doing drugs. This was this was in the commercial. Reading some Poe, dude, the, the, next the, to him. <laughs> this was in the commercial, and it was- The J? Uh, the, yeah, Did the, they the, show this him scene. smoking a doobie? Ah, uh, yeah. What, what, was your no, mom no. upset? Would your mom be upset with visible no, drug no, no, use? No, 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 no. This was- uh, No, no. It was a flat right here. It was this. It was that scene. It was the hand. That's all it was. They, they didn't show it. They cut the gore. They cut the gore. They didn't show the, the, the uh, what, what, it's too early. Well, there's children watching. Yeah, they didn't this. show the arrow going through it. That, that's how gory it was. That's how jarring it it's was. It's slow, too. It, like, you oh, yeah, see, it, you see yeah. his neck fucking dome up. Yeah, and, and it like moves through. So it actually had kind of a realistic sort of look to it. Like, oh, if you actually did that, it would look that way, you know? So, so it was mortifying. So the Kentucky Derby was won by a horse that was 80 to 1. That's amazing. That's a huge, that's a lot. That's amazing. That's a lot. Uh, I wonder if Eddie Olchek put it down, but I, I, how often does that happen? Like I, those like, odds, because horse racing is usually it's usually pretty much a favorite that wins the race. Like they, yeah. it's usually a set three or four. Yeah. Like I wonder if that's the one time they beat the fix, and people are just like, "This will never fucking happen." Again. Yeah, I mean, I, I well, who, someone made some money, but you know, they know the odds so fucking well. No, not enough. Some people uh, bet a lot, and they made some cash. I wonder if it would warrant some sort of investigation. I, uh, who knows? But uh, the Kentucky Derby boy, bet I, I mean that was like a triple crown. The winner. triple crown. They like, had a, they had an ESPN documentary about that 70s. Secretariat fucking horse. Well, Secretariat is like literally the greatest horse ever. Oh yeah, like it was this behemoth beast that was just was just destroy obliterate. The Even the glue they made out of Secretariat <laughs> was just strong. No, no, what they did was they kept his nuts on and they put that horse on someone. Stud someone like pasted a little Secretariat <laughs> on their art. And, still and, held and, together, and, and I think he sired. A many a horse, many a, a horse. A child from the seventies you know, hand turkey is being held up by the, that, the secretariat glue. That's such a weird rural way of thinking. We're gonna breed a horse, and then we've hit pay dirt. That's what we've got. We've hit pay dirt when we breed a horse like that. We're gonna buy them and breed them just like we did with slaves. I mean, I swear that's the way they think. I got to admit, Crocious. Yeah, this is kind of turning me on, dude. This woman looks good. 
she looks good. I mean, that, 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 those panties, those are good. You know? Oh, the word panties is you know? so personal. <laughs> underpants. We you call know? them underpants on this show. Britches. You know, I mean, these are uh, these. Are, Look these, at that. That's a murder sink. If I ever saw one, oh, you're absolutely. either getting murdered or you're going to you're you're she needs hair uh, water to cook heroin. Yeah. yeah. It's the only things happening in that. The, the, I mean, this was first off. Also, you would know someone was there. That was always my beef with this. You would know someone was lurking up on you for a solid 10 feet. Fi- also, you, you know, know she's the pure one because they've waited till mid-movie for her to fuck. Yeah, yeah. The sluts fuck right up top. Oh, yeah. She she, she gets the... Uh, she has a horrible scream. Her scream is terrible in this. Come on, you You know, what was interesting is, honestly, they were inspired by Carrie and De Palma. Brian De Palma spawned this type of movie. He really did. I was before this. Carrie came out in seventy six. When did Fiostata? Eighty uh, three. With Drew okay. Barrymore. Yeah. Eighty four. That movie 84. stinks. Yeah, it's not good. It's not it's good not at good. all. No, I've watched it recently. Martin Sheen's in it. George C. Scott. I plays remember. The bad guy. My dad had a series of VHSs. Look at that non-ass. Yeah. Just jiggle. Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the trick play, to her played scream. with the underpants. Listen to her scream. It's the underwear that we're attracted to. Oh, oh yeah. And not, yeah. The, not so, the butt. No. That would be I, a very I'm, cellulite, flat ass. I, I, I'm attracted to her. I mean, I mean we can take a crank break if you need to. No, no, we no. Fucking, we can, <laughs> I'm getting excited. Here. I'm getting jazzed up. You're humping. Tell my posture. Here, she, watch this. Watch this. Listen, listen to her scream. Her scream's terrible. Her scream's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant terrible like traumatic you meant like bad acting oh it's bad acting that's not good acting <laughs> it's terrible at the same time they cut the scene where you know what they had it, it. in the movie in the movie she gets it in the face and, and she falls down with the axe in her face they've cut two gory scenes back to back the kevin bacon scene in this one you know something AMC? I don't know. I don't know about you. Look, at it just so happens the it's Uggos. It's Paul Rudd. It just so happens the Uggo kills it at Strip Monopoly. <laughs> no, we got to keep We got to keep fucking... Uh, the Uggo. We got to keep Sissy Spacek clothes on over here. Hey, Sissy Spacek... Sissy was- Spacek looks like a fucking... Uh, looks like the, the blank head of a fucking... <laughs> of a sh- store model. She was... She was deemed an unorthodox beauty in her day. Why? You know? that, they just call that to ugly people who are famous and they like. <laughs> we like this person, she was so we can't say she's Carrie. ugly. I kind of think she was attractive in Carrie. I'll, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I thought Spacek looked good in Carrie. She was like the same thing in, up until trade. You ever see Trading Mom? No, I have not. Actually. Trading Mom is a movie from the 90s where she plays this fucking dork ass mom who her kids hate. Ooh. So they go to a uh, this magic mommy market Ooh. and every week they get to they get to try out a new mom. Her, But Sissy Spacek plays all the moms. Ooh. It's her like character opportunity of like, I'm not just some fucking peep eyed fucking crazy Louisiana Ooh. swamp bitch. I, mean, I can be a comedian too. Oh, no, no, she was. Yeah, yeah, dude. She was in Coal Miner. She won an Oscar for Coal Miner's Daughter. Anytime you need someone to talk like this, or shoot magic out my fingers. It, it, she was, there wouldn't be a Reese Witherspoon without Sissy Spacek. Because Re, Sissy Spacek won the Oscar for Coal Miner's Daughter in 1980. Like, she was deemed like a serious, I mean, like, honestly, this is the truth. She was almost in Meryl Streep's category at that time. Like, Spacek was on the same level with her. You know? Spacek and Streep. You know, <laughs> look at that. Here's John death. Holmes. John oh, Holmes this is, is your, stopping this by This is our for pedophile. A. This is our pedophile. Yeah, exactly. He, was, he gets it. Uh, he was going at the counselors. Susie, uh, how long? What what bunk specifically are you staying at? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this Here's character. our coup. Oh, no. Oh, you keep it sad. 
No, you keep it, Sandy. You make sure you tuck that between your big fat titty cleavers there. <laughs> Put it in your bra. Yeah. You know? Yes, uh, she's what, abroad. So Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage here. Wow. Some more commercial topics here. Yeah, that was... What was you your... You see they fucking tuned the guy up. They broke his arm. He, he had a was, backwards elbow. I mean, it was all... He had a backwards his, elbow. He was pumpkin-headed, too. His face was swelled up pretty yeah. fucking good, man. I mean, they committed some crimes. Yeah, yeah. They, I think... Don't they have to say legally that he that happened? Because when, oh, when, we, when he fell and broke his arm, like, you can't legally say, like, yeah, we broke his arm and kicked him in the face a bunch of times uh, i don't know what's gonna happen with this I here's mean, my thing. he did attack someone maybe this will show know? the hollywood bowl to stop hiring stoned comedians <laughs> to be to be the people who work there yeah like, well you mean you make security and he shit got through with a switchblade yeah. in the shape yeah. of a gun yeah that's amazing i know people that used to work at the hollywood bowl it's like borderline volunteer work yeah like it's you can make your own schedule that's why comedians like to do it yeah. you can literally just call them and be like i only want to work two days this week yeah and they'll just make it work yeah so it's really lax poorly trained obviously unprofessional failure yeah. of security at every realm yeah he got in yeah he got the hollywood bowl is not small oh yeah exactly so he ran a trek to get to that stage got up onto the stage yeah or was i heard he was in the front row Oh, he might have been in the and front row. And he went row. from the front row, and he, that's Slight why he was able to man, pop though. in, you know? He was very tiny compared yeah. to Chappelle. Well, wasn't he like an aspiring rapper who had a song called Dave Chappelle? I don't know. I, I, no, I, that's what I heard. <clears throat> Maybe that's an urban myth. You know, that could I don't be a, like you know. to give a, a platform to these people. <laughs> uh, I have standards on my podcast. Uh, uh, no, we don't. I don't know if you're aware. Of the, if there's one thing we lack. Here's my question. You know? First performer to be murdered on stage. That'd be pretty. I mean, oh, who who was it? Who would it be? You think? I think in in true fucked up American fashion, it'll be someone who does not deserve it. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be like fucking Olivia Newton John will do a concert <laughs> or something like that, and they'll fucking take out Sydney. Yeah, take out Sandra D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some horrible. Not thing. Not that I uh, want that to happen. Don't pull me. This is a this is a fictional thing. Yeah, of course not. Of course I don't want it to happen. But no, but but you're right. I, I mean, this is leading to hologram performing. It's going to be all holograms, yeah. like Star Wars. Jesus, Christ. like when Anakin and Emperor Palpatine watched that fucking symphony while he told him about the dark side. You know, one of the things about uh, you're giving me there a lot. Are some things about gender <laughs> that some genders would would consider unnatural. <laughs> Anakin. Yeah, it, it is. Gender is a construct, Anakin. Oh God! Search your feelings. Yeah, it is. Uh, what is dist- what, do they know his motive yet? Do they know his motive? I don't know. It's been a couple weeks I now. I didn't look into it after. I was like, oh, they broke his arm. He regrets it. Whatever his motive was, he knows not to do that again. I know he had $30,000 in bail. But I mean, I, I, yeah, his motive. I wonder if they're going to try to suppress that because it, it's just like, again, where, where my mind went, where my mind went, it's some, and maybe I could be totally wrong. I'm so wrong on so many things. Sometimes I nail predictions. For example, Roe v. Wade being overturned. You but, called that. It's almost like you you were you would bring it up out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But God damn it, were you right? Of course I was right. I mean, because it's just like they've been eyeing this. If anyone pays attention for longer than 13 seconds, takes their nose out of their damn phone, they've been planning this one for 40 years. I'm surprised Roe v. Wade has lasted this long. I'm surprised. It's, I mean... This has been in their sights since the like Reagan's election. This is part of Reagan's election, you know, was to overturn Roe v. Wade. 
They've been trying to do this for like, we've been trying to do, I'm going to weep when this country fight. I mean, there's going to be like weird prideful Texans because human life is sacred. Never mind the fact that there are poor people by the billions. No, don't take our money. We can project in all the things we hate about liberals because we're sacred with life. So don't chase us for our money. I mean, it's so fucking disgusting to me. Is that vitriolic enough? No, you're fine. You know, I mean, for a character, I mean, because that, 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 that's the thought pro- these prideful Texans, you know? I'm just doing a little palate cleanser. I popped on Hallmark yeah. where abortion doesn't exist. So these things would never happen. <laughs> yeah, everything's they have perfect. Babies at, in a rapid fashion. Yeah. Here. <laughs> All, and, it's, and it happens so unmessily. You have oh, a yeah. courtship, one kiss. And then a, a family yeah. is birthed the next day. <laughs> the work of actually truly establishing an intimate relationship is got a uh, movie called not Baby. There. It's cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what this flip's uh, all about. Oh, this is uh, Kelly Clarkson, right? Yeah. She's, she's hawking some linens here. There you go. <laughs> on a commercial. <laughs> Baby, it's cold. Yeah, we want to hear that. I mean, I her clothes are basically drapes. What is it? Point. What is it? I can't read. When a travel agent who is up for a promotion is directed to forego her tropical vacation and visit this world famous ice hotel. She discovers her sacrifices are more than compensated. Ugh. It's such Getting a sacrifice. Stick down in Finland. When you have a choice between two vacations, oh, and you got to choose the one you don't want to go on, Keith. Oh, that's such a difficult decision. Baby, it's Aren't cold inside. What a fucking, might as well just say this lead is an ice cold bitch. Baby, it's cold inside. Oh, because it's an ice hotel and her vagina's <laughs> shrunken on the well, inside. I mean... <laughs> No, she's obviously going to find love, uh, right? Isn't that what happens? Well, what better commercial to show than fucking hunted animals during a love movie? Yeah, it, it is weird. <clears throat> There's such a weird conflict of like, another thing that annoys me about right now and being 53 years old, a lot of these issues, Keith, I was hoping were getting dealt with, you know, like certain resolutions about like, you know, even the abortion thing too, it's not just about controlling women, which is obviously More the point. More love the notebook right here. But, but, but it's all, oh, no, Cassavetta's trying to follow it's in his, his father's foot, yeah. Yeah, footsteps. Uh, I heard he doesn't do a very good job. Except didn't his dad make like weird acid trippy, like oh, great movies? His movies are great. Cassavetta's movies are great. They're true cinema. Like they're really. Oh, they good. have weird artsy. An evening at the Emperor Ice. Well, what, what, it's continuum. Like, he did, yeah, he did like huge long takes, a bunch of improvised scenes. Yeah. You get to alcohol actually, is. You, I mean, you like doing a Cassavetes movie because you get to backhand a woman. Well, it's a, a lot of men struggling and drinking a shitload of alcohol. Drinking a shitload of alcohol, you know. I mean, that was like Husbands is a movie. It's a uh, killing of a Chinese Ooh, bookie, which is a good movie. Little Coyote Ugly here. Yeah, but 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 I was going off the whole issue of uh, it's about controlling sex and sexuality. It's about that, and it's like no, no, you don't get to control that. You know what I mean, Crow? We this do. is actually about keeping women safe here from <laughs> from Devil Dick. Is that look at Goodman. young this, Good, this Goodman? This is fucking Coyote Ugly. Wow, dude, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but this yeah. is starring Piper Parabo. I it's not even just like fantasy. I wanted to fucking marry her. Like dude. literally marry her. Like that at the is time. It her or is she? Yeah, that's Piper Parabo. Oh, her. <clears throat> she's yeah. she's pretty. She's like Yeah. I like and here's how weird people dress. Like I went to middle school with girls who almost looked like that. Oh. So at the time I was just like, "Oh my god." Like Yeah. Yeah. It's like, notice, is, yeah, yeah. This is Lindsay from history. <laughs> I got a shot with Piper Parabo. <laughs> it's also, it is, uh, 
discovering you like girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that moment. Oh, oh, I knew. I mean, I always knew too. But like when you get on a more mature level, when you get hit like 13, you know, 14, when you hit a level like, like oh, like it's a different feeling than when you were like eight. You know, wouldn't like it be 10. funny if like it was reverse and I was watching this movie and I'm embarrassed and my mom's like, oh, do you have a crush on the girls? And I'm just like, no, I think John Goodman's hot. And that was like when they knew I was gay. <laughs> Goodman's you really know, handsome. <laughs> He's thin as fuck. He's Roker thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally lo- kind of looks like a skin suit. I, I saw him uh, interview on the, on the Chris Farley Anything for a Laugh documentary, which was pretty good. And, and Goodman, Goodman got sober. You know, Goodman partied right. pretty hard for years. Just promise me one thing. You won't dance like a whore today on a bar. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Love you. Put some pepper spray in your purse. Even if you're yeah. not sure, just start spraying. He's looking out for, you know. Don't hike up your boobs ever, all right? He's, but he's got to let go. You know what I mean? He's stretching out his acting chops like Sissy Spacek playing four mothers. I hear that role, and I think to myself, that just reeks of desperation, doesn't it? Doesn't it kind of? Well, it was like she's got to do it. It I was mean, like I don't the, blame her. I know? feel like it was a, it was a direct to video movie. It was the era of direct to video. Oh, her career wasn't going well. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. What was her last big big movie? Like truly, kind of like critically acclaimed, kind of big movie outside of Carrie and shit. I didn't even know one. Coal Miner's Daughter was 1980. I've never seen that movie. It seems wholly unwatchable. Um, I, I think it's a pretty good biopic. I got, no, I got no I like time. It. Well, maybe I'm not just a Loretta Lynn guy. Yeah. I got no time for someone who's just struggling in Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. Although I did watch a documentary about this dude named Eric Kahn that's yeah. on Apple TV Plus. This dude fucking swindled the Social Security Administration for $500 million. <laughs> he was this Social Security attorney in Eastern Kentucky <sighs> that had a judge under the thumb and they would approve Social Security benefits. Like a motherfucker. But most of these people were really fucked up. Uh Like they even said at the end of the documentary, 75% of the people were really, they needed these benefits. We exactly. So he's kind of a good guy. Well, because so the whole conceit of the documentary. What do you mean? Took the money and gave it to people or something? He was, he was illegally giving people social security benefits. Oh, oh, well that I actually respect. Oh, that I respect. Yeah. But then here's, and here's what I, where I said, fuck the government. That part of the fucking country. They try and make it seem like. So, you know, what? during the era where they were talking about how like Social Security is going to run out by 2036 yeah. if we don't do something. Yeah. They tried to make it kind of seem like this guy was the reason that that happened. Well, until they had to spin it. Yeah. And then like there was if some poor person in Wyoming was getting rejected because there was a log jam in eastern Kentucky and he was like paying people off. But here's the fucked up part. So they put this guy in jail for doing whatever he for did. For fraud. For yeah, fraud. Exactly. You want to know? Oh, no. Here they they. Uh, they accuse him of fraud. He's not in jail yet. They they yeah. they haven't even arrested him, but they're making him wholly aware we're arresting you for fraud. Yeah. Um, but what they do is they freeze everyone's benefits. <laughs> they just remove people's benefits, like yeah. and without telling them. Yeah. And a lot of these people had never even met the dude. Yeah. They just went and his because his office was huge. It was yeah. like he was a known fucking guy. Yeah. 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 And that's when you're just like. Fuck the government, dude. Like, even if you want to put that guy in jail, that's fine. But like, even the reporters who like wrote the stories that got him arrested were like, I never envisioned that the government was going to remove people's benefits. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it is. You know, I mean, that I mean, 
that they were punishing. I'm sure they were punished. And, and, and that was also a message like anyone else out there thinking about doing it, this is what's going to happen to you, you know, in Massachusetts or in Florida or in Minnesota or whatever. You know, it, I mean, they're basically saying you can't do this. I mean, they came oh, you in can hard, murder people, you know, you can murder people and, and get away with less time than if you defraud the government. Oh, I, well, I know there was a guy. I'm not going to mention him by name, but there was a comic we knew from, from Florida who had a good friend. who was a good guy. I liked him a lot whose father was serving a five-year prison sentence for a Medicare fraud in Florida. Big shock. Hell Florida yeah. being a place where they run scams like that. That is such a corrupt... The fact that Trump is running his empire out of Florida is so fucking revealing of how criminal this country really is. It's amazing, you know? Anyway. That's disappointing. What, 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 what? what? Not recording. I'm just streaming. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, it's streaming. Yeah, okay. I just got to figure it's out okay. how to... How to put the episode on the podcast yeah, yeah, form I, now. I, I, I think I can download it from Twitch. It's okay. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is. Uh, yeah. So that we, we, I've been going off on a tangent here with all these different. Yeah. No, that sounds like a pretty good movie, though. A, a, a good documentary about just uh, basically, you know, hey, you, you need your. Of course, they need their benefits. Do you know how poor people are there? They need. If they got 600 bucks a month coming in. That's saving their ass. You know what I mean? I mean, otherwise, they'll fucking be dead. You know what I mean? It, it is. It's. It's crazy, man. What they're trying to do, they're trying. They ain't also, just stop- they don't go after like rich people fraud. Well, or, like, not they, enough. They make it not seem enough. Like, they make it seem like because some fucking heroin addict frauded the government of four hundred dollars a month that like yeah, he's just this awful human being. It, that is all a distraction. That have never paid taxes. Th- this is all a distraction. Again, it goes back to the oligarchy. The oligarchy has to be held accountable. They got to be. They got to just God. If you just would cough up. 10% more. I'm not talking about half of your money. I'm just saying 10% more. Is that really going to kill you? Is it going to stop the gears of capitalism? Are people not going to show up for their fucking job? You know, are you not going to be able to make money? I mean, come on. You're worth hundreds of billions of dollars. That is absurd. It is gobs of money and it's pawned off as freedom. So therefore, the pathology of how they work, they're going to want to corner everything at other people's expense. This is what happens when there's too much money that's been sucked up into too few hands you know it's a, they're playing different angles and they want to just to maintain their dominance and wealth you know people got to be pitted against each other to not think oh well maybe they i mean they're the ones who make the rules that we live by they're the ones who construct the laws you know it's we there's some say the public interest is in there somewhere it's not the priority the priority is making as much money as humanly possible you know and it's just like that is not freedom you know and it's been pawned off as it so anyway i'm going off here Freedom is fucking. I want to get a clip of you uh, going P U S S Y. And that'll be anytime someone says freedom, that's what I'll fucking put on. Uh, but we're just channel surfing here. Yeah, Maybe we yeah. get into a little sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll put on the NFL network while we do this. The schedules were released this week. They were. How do you feel about everybody's social media releases? They all did like weird indie movies to release the artsy people. I imagined you when you're like, oh, what do you artsy people do in your <laughs> editing tricks? Like your your hips. You got your hipsters working for the social media I mean, teams. It's just uh, I, it's just I don't. It, <sighs> I remember when the schedule release was just you going to a liquor store and they had the new fucking schedule sitting uh, there the next to the register. The little three schedule. I put that. Yeah. In my, I had that in my wallet for four months. I used to you know? highlight the games on the wins it. and you losses. Keep it in your wallet. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a great idea. Good they would tell idea. you what their record was the year before. Sometimes, if you bought a rack of beer, it would come with a little booklet. 
Yeah. That was like yep. taped to the box. Absolutely. And it would tell you the records from the year before. I yeah. remember the year the Jets went one and 15 and then the year later they went nine and seven yeah because i remember the whole season they were winning games and i was like they were one and 15 last year well that, that, that was par, i think that was parcells first year or second year that's when you know entertainment was lacking for a time i, I was for an entire season i would reread the same paragraphs about the teams over and over again during yeah. football games i yeah. would have this little manual yeah and just read the same paragraph over about 1996 yeah. in the 1997 season. Yeah, yeah. But there's something good about that. There's something pure about well, yeah. that. Yeah, you learn you, the same thing. Or you you definitely hammer in the same set of two or three facts. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, and that's where the foundation comes from, of your fandom. Especially as a kid. As a kid. You know, you, you, that's all you can process. You know, but my sports uh, analysis, which I might add, is, is pretty good. I, I, I got a pretty good sports mind. I want to brag. I got a good sports mind. Uh, not great. I'm flawed, uh, but it it, it is. Uh, oh, I'm flawed, <laughs> but it was all from being a kid and that level, like pre ESPN fandom, like getting the Sunday. Well, sports yeah, you section. had to really earn it before oh, sports TV. I'm like, I remember when the USA, the USA Today had baseball stats, just a section of baseball stats, each team with their color, and it was like. <gasps> so you being you near know? Washington D.C. was the USA Today like the fucking bumfuck times, like it was just like a local paper kind no, of. No, I, I had actually moved to to Wisconsin the year the USA Today came out, and I lived near Roslyn. Virginia where it's published uh but but so it, but it was national it was national By the so way, I, I got copies in Wisconsin speaking I thought about this when I yeah. side sport thought and then we'll get back to football yeah I didn't know Muggsy Bogues got drafted by the Bullets oh yeah in 87 yeah absolutely it was a first round pick yeah they had a bunch of shitty picks like the Vikings I mean oh I mean, yeah so I mean, we were I was watching a video of it was such a specific video this is how YouTube videos are getting yeah it was Players that were drafted before or after Hall of Fame players. Oh, yeah. Terry Fair got drafted by the Lions before Randy Moss. They could have drafted Randy Moss. Yeah. The Vikings could have drafted Warren Sapp. And then at him with John Randall for like four or five years. So I text Croce. would have been a depth. Yeah, yeah. They picked some dude who had Derek Alexander. Career. Yeah. Yeah. Who was okay. Who was okay. He played eight years. Yeah. And, uh, but then he I, he wasn't Warren. So Sapp. I text Crocious. I was like, yeah, they missed on Warren Sapp. And I hear it in his voice. He just responds, don't draft Warren Sapp and pair him with Randall McDaniel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or John Randall. Exactly. <laughs> or John yeah, Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> it would have been devastating. Oh, they would have I mean, dominated. Uh, they would have been a tough out. They would have been, a, I mean, they, they would have fucked it up because of the Vikings, but they would have been like an 11, but that 12, would have been a D yeah. for moon. Cause you guys had Warren moon. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was the Moon era, and then well, then they drafted Moss in '98, but then they wouldn't have had they wouldn't have had Moss in '98. The, the whole the team's arc would have been different. Well, I'm watching. Also, yeah, anyway, I'm watching a documentary about Magic Johnson on Apple yeah. TV Plus. Oh, how's that? About? It's really fucking good. Yeah, the Bulls were a coin flip away from drafting Magic Johnson. Did they get? Reggie Theus instead, probably. Yeah, who who Jordan replaced? Theus yeah. was actually an okay player. Well, I feel like if you get clearly the way Magic was, if here's the the double edged sword of that: you draft Magic, you never see Michael Jordan no, in no, Chicago. No, because you're competitive immediately. Immediately, yeah. And that's the good part yeah. is the Showtime Lakers or the Showtime Bulls. Because yeah. he would have brought that vibe to any team he went oh, to. Oh, he was because they phenomenon. talk about how he threw jam boxes on at practice, and all the Muslims were all pissed and shit. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he was turn uh, that down, brother man. I know, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, he was. Listen, he was a personality. I mean, he, he and Bird saved the league. No great insight. By the way, one thing I watched over the last two weeks, my brother, 
I watched the Final Four game, the 1979 Final Four game of uh, Indiana State versus DePaul. Not Michigan State, but the the Final Four game. Mark Aguirre played, was a freshman for, for DePaul. DePaul was a totally good team in the late 70s into the mid-80s. They were ranked number one at different times. It was their only time in the Final Four, with, I think, with Ray Meyer. You know what he did? He, he never substituted. He just let the fa- the five guys played all forty minutes. They, they, they didn't, so like, you gotta give him a, a break. He murdered know? four people. You know, oh, I, I guess Ray Meyer though, like he would get some guys in the team that were like, okay, let's be honest. Like all the players were like, yeah. and from Harvey, you, you know, it's like you said Ray Meyer. I was thinking Ray Caruth. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah Ray, Ray Meyer was. Uh, he, you know, he basically ran Lincoln Park in a lot of ways. He was sort of a de facto mayor. And if his players got in trouble, wasn't that the deal? Yeah, that was the DePaul. He had oh, Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland was a guy. Terry Cummings, who was a guy, who was oh, a very good go. player in, in the NBA. Uh, the Dallas Comages, who played in the NBA for Kenny Patterson. Was Say a guy. Rod Cummings again. Mark Aguirre. Say Rod Cummings again. Uh oh, Terry Cummings. Uh, <laughs> Terry Cummings. Who, who was a totally good player for the Bucks? You, do you have any memories of him? No, no, you don't. No, no, no. Oh, let me show you these. Yeah, t- Terry Cummings was. So uh, we went to a book fair and I bought a bunch of comic books. But in the comic books, they had these cards from the '90s. Oh, so you got these Looney Tunes NFL cards. Wow, it's like Dan Marino and Jerry Rice sitting in a hot tub with fucking uh, with Daffy Duck here. Uh, but look at these basketball cards. I'm going to throw some names at Looney you. Looney Tunes were a real comeback in the 90s. We got a know? forward for the Milwaukee Bucks. This is Fleer 1994-95. Ed Pinckney. Oh, oh, oh. Ed Pinckney was a good player. He played, he played for Villanova, who beat Georgetown. Anthony Miller, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, remember, I think he was. Tony Dumas. Tony Dumas. Oh, yeah. He played for the Suns? No, he played for the Mavericks. The Ma- oh, sorry. Another sorry. Bucks player, Glenn Robinson. Well, Glenn Robinson was the first overall pick of the 94 draft. Wolves player, Andres Gilbert. Here's my favorite name, Tree Rollins. Oh, Tree Rollins. Look, he played forever. <laughs> really? Tree Rollins. Well, trees are, are well, ageless. Uh, eternal. Well, look at the, turn the card on. Do they have a stats? Like a well, full this stats? is, so he, yeah, started in 88, 89. So he's got two seasons in Cleveland, a season in Detroit, two in Houston. So, oh, he was on Houston right before the title runs. Yeah. Poor Tree. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was obviously, Tree Rollins was called Tree for a reason because he was so damn big. Yeah. Uh, he swatted shots. He was a defensive specialist. I got Bill Cartwright's Supersonics card from 94. <laughs> Terry Davis, he played until I was like 15. Bill Cartwright, he didn't play for the Sonics. Played for the Sonics right here. You think this card's lying? You think Fleer 94, 95's lying to you? That, 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 that's Bill Cartwright? That's Bill motherfucking Cartwright. You see, no, 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 no. He did two cards. They were attached. I no, could. it's Bill Cartwright for the Supersonics. At our halftime, at our break, you're going to sit to the side. I want to look at that. Okay. You know, I believe this you. This is his first year, too. I thought he played because it's all Bulls. That's right. And then this is his first year because he must have left it, 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 when Jordan left. He left. You know they had to reassemble when they made the run. He also eventually became like the assistant coach, like immediately. I feel like. Uh yeah. Well, it, it was. Inter- I, I confused the first run with the second run. That's how old I'm getting. Blue Edwards. Oh, I remember him. Uh, let's see. Terry Davis, Johnny Dawkins. Oh, Johnny Dawkins played for Duke. He was in the very Here's first. Here's one I want to get framed. I got yeah. a young lion card, Anthony Hardaway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then I got a, a sharpshooter, Glenn Rice, for the heat. Gl- Glenn Rice. I've told the Glenn Rice story before about when I was in college. He played for Michigan. And the last game Michigan lost that year. They won the championship in 89. The last game they lost was to Wisconsin, who was awful. Wisconsin was a 
bad college basketball team. Bad college. They actually beat Michigan at home, then beat Iowa at home, and then beat like Ohio State at home. They beat some good teams at home. So they got into the NIT, and the campus was a buzz. A buzz. It was the first postseason The NIT tournament. I don't even think exists anymore. No, no, no. It was terrible then, too. It, it was, I mean, the NIT was actually good like in, in the, the 20s. 60s. It, well, before. In, in the pre, 50s and shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it used to be the big, like, if that you, was the tournament. you got invited, it was the big tournament. Yeah, yeah. The NIT was not and the And then NCAA. people got all pissed because, like, well, why should you only get invited? And then, like, wasn't the NCAA, like, the Maverick tournament? Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't quite know the story, but I should know it yeah. better than what I do. But, but it was... Uh, but 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 my point is is uh, I was talking about uh, with oh, oh with with basketball and, and just yeah. um, you know how whatever. basketball players run up the court and <laughs> and dominate like how the Republicans are running up the court of abortion rights yeah the, and dude dude oh. it doesn't stop here it doesn't stop here I mean it, they have plenty of other things in their sights. One of them being gay marriage. I was going to say, this, here's this the is thing, the and beginning. this will tie into TV history. And I don't know yeah. if you're down with t- not taking a break, taking a break. Yeah. We're rolling. We take a We're break doing a good. Bit, but yeah, okay. yeah. Um, in 1990, uh, right around the time of this Brady Bunch thing that we're going to come yeah. out, we're going to watch it at halftime or after halftime. Sure. Uh, they, so this blows my mind. In 1990, they finally made gay marriage not against the law or gay, being oh. gay. Homosexuality was legit against the law. Oh, yeah. Up I, until 1990. Oh, I thought it was the 70s. Well, I know. I know no, it was 90 because it was the same. It was when Ryan White died. They did it because Ryan White, because Ryan White was the first <laughs> kid. Like when Magic got AIDS, people were like, yeah, right. Yeah. You got it from fucking men. But when Ryan White got it, that was the official like. It's not the gay disease. Yeah. So yeah, that's absolutely. when they were like, okay, gay's not against the law now. I know. Yeah, it, it is. Because Ryan White also died in 1990. Yeah, absolutely. Like a candle in the wind. I'm talk- <laughs> he was the man in the mirror in you the know. Michael Jackson video. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, it, but, but it is a... Uh, gonna make a change. Wear a bag when you fuck. It, it is. I mean, and dude, that shit can get rolled back. You know what I mean? That shit can get rolled back. But I you think know homosexuality will be illegal. No, I can't believe they would. I, I can't. No, that won't happen. Yeah, that, they'll try though. Uh, they're going to try to make overturn gay marriage. Absolutely. That that, yeah. that 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 is next in line. That that they're going they're going after that because that's against the family, Keith. It's against the family. You know, it's an unnatural thing. It's against the family. So there have been homosexuals also, since day one. Well, and here's there's what, too many people. What I don't get about gay that people too. are good. They're You're necessary. Kind of fucking up the economic uh, economics of rural America. Yes, because there's going to be families who have to uproot and move to like big gay cities. Well, they got to go to cities. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I had a conversation with someone recently who was saying how they asked, like, they were in rural America. It was a professor at UCLA, and she was a sociology professor. And she asked, she, she has friends in, in Kentucky, in uh, West Virginia. So she went out there a couple times and was just like, why do you hate the Democratic Party so much? Like, why do you hate it? And, and they were just like, you know, they've done nothing for us. And when, when we, get, we, tell, we talk about our problems, you know, we get told, move to a big city. We don't want to move to a big city. We want to stay here. So we'll make your town a city. That th- they feel completely ignored. They feel completely ignored. Yeah. And you know that's the Democratic Party's peril. 
You know, and I, I, I watched a thing recently about uh, it, it was a discussion between Claire McCaskill, who was a, a Democratic senator from Missouri, who had won like two or three times in Missouri, but didn't win again. And she got kicked. I mean, rural America, like rural districts that were classic like Urban Meyer kicking his place uh, kicker, r- r- rural districts that were classic Democrat districts completely have been flipped by Trump. Like they've totally switched to Trump in rural America. Obviously. Oh, no. And they had a debate going on between her and Claire McCaskill, who I thought was pretty good. And they had a, a woman on there, a woman talking about, well, no, the future of the Democratic Party is, uh, you know, women of color. It's, it's women of color that we actually have to appeal to the most and, and really showed the divide in the Democratic Party. And it's just like, oh, that's just sad to me. It's just because it's well, like, here's what's you've more got, sad. You, you got to put a fucking unified voice out there, man. You've got you've got to get beyond some certain things and be like, this is the enemy that we have to cons- we have to stop this. You know, this is a, a force going on that we have to stop. Well, part you know, of anyway. what annoys me and what about even just Democrats is. You'd think that they would want just bodies at this point, like except all people running against Republicans. But I feel oh. like Democrats specifically try and weasel their way into issues like this like democrats are going to jump in on this like they're saving it but they don't like gay marriage either they're all 80 like nancy pelosi's weirded out by trans people as well you know well i mean it's you're gonna have a much better chance of having some tolerance i think at the democratic party is in power because then they'll versus the because then here's what's gonna happen if they do like they'll they'll attempt to stop roe v way going down it won't work yeah and then their venom will go away and they'll go, well, maybe we can, the states that do have, like, they'll come up with their little fucking middle of the road fucking let's no. play nice bullshit. No, no, no. No, what's going to happen like is all the red to- states, all the red states are going to close abortion clinics. You know, that's what's going to happen. And, and there's not many there to begin with, so for all practical purposes. But if they truly think about doing coast to coast, that's a fucking problem. You're going to really stir up a hornet's nest. You're going to stir up a hornet's nest by doing that. And so, and to me, that is the step towards civil war. That, that is a major step towards civil war. And, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Except civ- new, modern civil war will be all fought through porn bots. So don't worry. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> we'll just be hacking your social media. Well, I mean, we're certainly in an information war. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there is no doubt about that. I mean, it's, we are in an absolute civil of who can get what out quick enough. And, and the images are just been, I mean... This, the lack of spirituality in it all, the unhappiness of people that is so apparent to me. It's so obvious how unhappy human beings are and they can't figure it out. You know, I just and think that's a bad wor- state to be dog. The world is too much. You know, like yeah. we've Chris, uh, one of our buddies, Chris Condren sent something to me very prolific in Chicago. Yeah. Very profound. I found. Yeah. He was like everything outside of our bodies advances too quick. Like technology, we're not ready for the shit yeah. that like we're not emotionally ready for yeah, the world we live in right it. now. Yeah, yeah, it's there literally needs to be like a, like a, a reassessment or of just like a, a kind of like yeah. remember when the theory of like you know they had CD players on the spaceships like the concept of like them having technology but kind yeah. of keeping it out of public's hands that's gone. Yeah, like they're putting prototypes in your hand. Yeah, beta, beta stage yeah. shit. Yeah. And like, that's where I think you fucked up. Like I've always said there should be 50 computers and you should have to drive to the Grand Canyon to use them. (laughs) Oh, we're going to go on the internet this summer. Like it should be a, you shouldn't just have a, uh, you shouldn't have all the information in the world in your pocket. Uh, I tell you what, it's a real, 
it's a difference, and, I've, and this, I mean, it is very different from when I was younger. And I think I think I'm relative. I was relatively astute back then, you know. I think I'm you know more experienced now. But it, it is uh, there's something dark going on. Here's a there's simple, something dark going on. Here's a simple. I don't think I'm being paranoid. Dumb acid thought. Yeah, there is so much information out there. Most of it isn't even real. Yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's and also the definition of what real is. It's it's got. You know, I guess cartoonish doesn't capture it. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if there's language other that Speaking captures it. Speaking of that, you know. Oh my God, crow. I, I I don't know if there's language that captures it. So well, this is my yeah. manual for the candidates of California. Yeah, I am a good citizen. Primary. I'm reading. So it's a list of candidates. Yeah. I'm I'm voting for only socialists and true revolutionaries. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if they lose. I'm done voting for the winner. Yeah, yeah. I cheered for the Cubs long enough to not care yeah. about winners. So I, I've been highlighting some people, but I want to... Uh, this guy's running. Yeah. They don't have a picture, but oh boy. So we got Don J. Grundman. No qualified party preference. That's the shit I'm looking for. That's even why I read yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, What's he running for? Let me read. Yeah, yeah. He's running for uh, for full term Senate. This is the big seat. Wow. I mean, there's Cordy Williams. You got a bunch of people. It's going to be Gil Cedillo. He's it's, that's the thing that sucks. It's going to be the machine Democrat. Yeah, yeah of course. It's not going to be. Let me read you this fucking guy in my campaign for sanity. My background and qualifications are colon. The poisonous fake vaccines don't work. Stop infection or transmission. Again, not our thoughts. I don't want to get pulled. <laughs> Yeah, because um, it's incorrect. Over it's, one million. So let me go past the vaccine stuff because yeah. I don't want to get pulled for that. God <laughs> created uh, vaccines, kill you and your God created immune system. Build it by natural methods. I am a chairman of the Constitution Party of California. Um, ban mutilating. He's all against. There's only two genders. Uh, transgender does not exist. Only psychotic, broken people. They, <laughs> they printed this in a candidate manual. This is his political platform. <laughs> climate change is a total lie they are too cowardly to debate say no to homer simpson fake 97 percent science the sky is not falling 2020 election stolen by deep state including ultra corrupt media uh. which will steal all future kill 20 million plus blacks see blackgenocide.org. uh universal soul poison equals hatred slash resentment of parents equals personal and societal breakdown Th there's no cohesion in anything he's no. doing there's and, and that is a result of having that goddamn phone in your nose and every fucking option in the world given to you and pawning it off as freedom. No, it, it's a tyranny. There's a tyranny of choice that goes on. It's a tyranny. You, you're anxious if you're not making a choice. You know, it's just like, no, what well, I got to do that. I got to do this. It's only binary. I can't go in depth. No, I mean, it, it is, you know, and it just it is just mud in the eye candidate what do you think about the brands brown signing a rapist huh who, 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 oh they signed out Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Watson, didn't they yeah so yeah. let's let's try and do the math 22 you do the math 22 uh counts of sexual assault wow. possible he made 236 million dollars how much is that per sexual assault well i don't think he'll lose all of it but he'll lose a lot no it's it. a guaranteed contract they sign him to a guarantee. No, I'm saying uh, the, the, the lawsuit he has to oh, pay no, off. Oh, no, I'm saying like equivalent. This is my opinion on when people say cancel culture. Yeah. Deshaun Watson just got signed for what, like 12 million per sexual assault? <laughs> Why? Yeah. 236 million, 22 yeah. counts. That's yeah. like 
11, 12 per no, assault? No, no, no. The, the, per essay? 230, that's almost two. No, that's almost $20 million. Per sexual assault. Like it's 240. 12, yeah. two times 12 is 24. 240 is, you know. So there's your cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, yeah, it is. Poor Mike Joyce can't root for the Browns anymore. He went on Twitter and said and everything. One of our comedian friends, for people who don't know. I don't. I, uh, I really struggle. If, let's say, the, the uh, Saudi fucking royal family bought the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Would you be like, I can't cheer for you guys anymore? That might be tough. I'd be real hard pressed. Yeah, that might be tough. I was telling Danny G, another comic. Whatever. I mean, the Wilfs, their owners. I'm sorry. Go ahead, dude. I cut you off. I was saying if like a a murderous family bought the Bears, I'd probably rationalize it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I would go through a process of acceptance. You'd be like accepting death. You know, okay, can I accept this or not? You know, Uh, I, I just think that, I mean, the current owners of the Vikings are... Gee, you think they're mobbed up? They made fucking malls in New Jersey. You think they're mobbed up at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Keith? I mean, the owner's they name is Ziggy. Deep, my, they are deep mobbed up, you know? Ziggy Wolf. But, you know, it's interesting. that They took... Uh, whatever. They're just... They're frustrated. Well, when we hired the black to be a general manager. He's a black guy. <laughs> you know, we're committed to our team. They did build a new facility there that's a very nice facility, and they built their, a new practice Their upside-down boat stadium? It looks yeah. dope, dude. I yeah. love their new stadium. I, I mean, they, they built a pretty good stadium, you know, but it's just like... And so you got to give them some credit for that. Their, their practice facility was literally over 50 years old. I will like they say... They had to get a new facility. As someone who knows how terrible the Bears are going to be, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed at how against the bears and justin fields people are <laughs> have you heard all the stories of what, like what have they been saying i'm curious oh the bears are not in on justin fields they didn't <sighs> they didn't spend all their money to sign all the available receivers and they didn't yeah. ruin their draft to maybe dra- like everything that they torture the bears for about like draft trading up to draft people that they don't yeah. that they miss on all the time yeah they got shit for not doing that yeah. For once, their general manager was like, no, where we were in the draft, it wasn't smart to trade up yeah. and maybe miss on a guy when we had two definite defensive starters day one yeah. Yeah. available. Uh, there's free agents. They also know how bad they're going to be this year. So I feel yeah. like why spend $30 million on Jarvis Landry when we're going to go 5-12? and 12? They have got to get some offensive linemen there. But now uh, they, well, they got, got the two rookies that are playing. They did. They got some people late in the draft. So any number of those could hit probably won't. Yeah. Um. My thing is, is people just see the moves they made and they're like, well, Justin Fields is obviously going to play terrible this year. Yeah. And they, they don't support him. And the Bears have blew it on another quarterback. And like, that's, uh, yeah, that's th- the tone. That's, that, well, that's. Uh, you gotta have a little more patience than that. He, he, honestly, I I think he's. I actually think the raw material is there. The raw material is there. And even Mike yeah, Florio, is. he's the puzzled because the it's Bears kind of- GM had to go on radio and say like, "I'm a hundred percent in on Justin Fields. Like yeah. we're building this team around him. It's his team." And Mike Florio, I, I don't know. Yeah. Why did the ownership let let that let him even draft Justin Fields? You know, I tell you, <laughs> no, Colin didn't. Colin isn't even discussing the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. There's they're mud to him. I tell you what, but watch if Fields performs on if Fields performs yeah. at a level. I tell you from the beginning of the season, Justin Fields. I was here. I, I hope they put him in a position to succeed. I watch some of his plays, like just like you know, I watch the Bears on the, on my NFL app. I'll watch like some Bears highlights sometimes. Yeah, just, they have a conversation. Oh, they, with he, he had a rough rookie campaign. Uh, they showed some of his like his, the moves he made. It's like he's a freakish athlete. He is under fucking siege and he's doing things with his legs. It's like, don't blow a fucking knee, dude. Don't blow a knee. And it's like, you got to work on protecting. Well, here's him, a man. converse argument you can make too. 
Yeah. What if they know how good he is and they're like, well, he doesn't need like he's he's going to be the tide that right that rises the ships. I'm not saying they're saying we're going to win the Super Bowl on nothing. I'm just saying, what if they've seen so far how good he is? And they're like, That's, damn, we might not to, like then they're idiots that you got to get. Some I'm not saying that, yeah. that that I'm not saying crow. I'm, yeah. I'm saying that. What if that's confidence in them? What if their lack yeah. of moves is them saying like, yeah, we're going to be terrible this year. So let's just let him be great. And whatever the like, I think they want to stack up for that 2023 yeah. free agent what, class. Well, what I heard, too, is it because they have a lot of money next year. Oh, uh, yeah. It's he's probably you're going to have to probably endure one more shitty year. That, yeah. That's my sense. I mean, you know, things can change. You don't know. You know, I'm, maybe fields can really develop in the in the first year and, and from the first, second year. What annoys me? They got to surround him with a few players. People man. talk about progress. Yeah. And how the game's evolving. But then they still hang on these antiquated ideals. Here's the big one that hinders Justin Fields. And the basically what I'm mad about is people refuse to believe that the current new regime is in on Justin Fields. Yeah. Because the narrative of the last 80 goddamn years has been, <laughs> well, if you, they didn't draft them, they don't like them. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how good they are. These guys got egos. <laughs> they didn't draft them. They don't want them. That's Florio's take. I don't think Ryan Poles wants Justin Fields. Yeah. He didn't draft him. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, what are you fucking 90? I know. <laughs> how do you think he doesn't? They don't see how good he is. Well, I just know. Like, or, or well, we didn't draft him, so we're I not going <laughs> to. Yeah. I mean, they, this is what you got. And what you got, there's something there. You know what I mean? It's a good to fashion a team around him and, and play to his strengths. I think you got to do some rolling out of the pocket with him, get him moving some. But well, also, you, you got to. Did they draft? How many offensive linemen did they draft? Like five at the tail end of the draft. Really? But they're all fifth like round fifth, and six beyond. Is, yeah. Well, here's, you know? what they, here's a good move they made at the end. At the tail end of the draft, they flipped six picks into 11. Yeah. Yeah. So they just. I mean, you know, they traded all their fifth round picks for sixth and seventh rounders, basically. Yeah. You, know, you can get some linemen down there on occasion. Remember Matt Burke? Yeah. He was a center, played for the Vikes, played for the Ravens. He was a six-round draft choice out of Harvard, and he was an excellent center. They drafted a wide receiver who, because of COVID, is like Chris Winkie age. He's older than Darnell Mooney. Oh, wasn't he their first? he's a rookie. Bellis Jones. Yeah, wasn't he their first? Their first receiver. Is he second-round pick? Third. They took took two defensemen in the the second round. Oh, who did they take? Brisker from Penn State, who's like a day-one starter. D-end? And uh, no, he's a safety. Oh. And... uh, Kyler Gordon, who's a cornerback. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, so they went secondary, which you have to do. They're switching to a 4-3 defense. The yeah. secondary is crucial yeah. to a fucking... Yeah. They're, they're running oh, they're nickel packages all day. Yeah. They're changing back to... A, yeah. And like they don't... I mean, they just have no... The roster's bad. Yeah. They only have Justin Fields. Jesus. They don't even have Allen Robinson. No, they got... And they got rid of... They got rid of Hicks. They got rid of Khalil Mack. Yeah, well, you know, the fact is those they guys are breaking down, broken. you know, and it's like, yeah, they're truly in rebuild mode. That's another hate Bears thing, too. When Mac and Hicks were on the Bears, oh, these guys can't stay healthy. Well, then Khalil Mack gets traded to the fucking Chargers. Oh, Khalil Mack's going to come in and fucking yeah. wreak havoc. On the, like, I think that was a smart trade. They got a was, second round pick. Oh, I yeah. think Khalil Mack is washed. Yeah, yeah. I, he was uh, yeah. kind of a disappointment in Chicago. Yeah. He had that yeah. one great year yep. and then couldn't keep his ankle. Yeah. Yeah, not no, twisted. It is, you know, it's a fucking. The game is brutal. It's brutal, even with a you know softening up. It's fucking brutal, you know. So I, yeah, I. 
Yeah, that, that narrative would be frustrating to me. You know, it's like, these are the good. Yeah, it's not. I don't. I know the Bears aren't going to do well, but I want Justin Fields to just fucking lace fucking well, well, shit up. to show some things too. You know what I mean? But you got to, I hope that those linemen can come. And did they sign a few offensive linemen too? They probably, did they be able to sign a few? Even guys who are like decent I don't backups. know. I don't know the post-draft yeah. sign. There was a lot of undrafted free agents. But I mean, I mean, in the free agency period, did the Bears actually sign any uh, linemen that you were aware no. of? No, no, no. Ooh, God. Who's who? They still have white hair. Is he still on there? Okay. I don't know. Cody. Oh, they man. got Lucas, yeah. but they got those two rookies from last year that I guess they really like. Okay. And okay. the one's actually healthy. Well, Tevin they Jenkins. Say, they say the leap from the rookie year to the second year. That's the biggest leap you make as a professional player. Like but the second year, if guys are good, you can, you can tell. You know, they, they, there was a receiver for the Vikings, KJ Osborne, yeah. who had 67 receptions last year. And second year, from guy. what I guess, I'm not going to say genius or anything, yeah. but it sounds like this Luke Getze guy is creative. Because yeah. when they ask what his offense is, they basically say, like, it's Justin Fields. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take, You're I mean, design he comes from him. the Kyle Shanahan offense, so it is the Kyle Shanahan offense, but yeah. they're saying, like, we can't, like, the guy, like, the offensive corner straight up said, like, we don't even have plays yet. Yeah. Like we're building everything around. We're going to see how Justin plays. Yeah. And that's the offense I'm going to run. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is very smart. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I agree. I, I, be that way. Don't be like, my system is the You're going to have a base system. Be able to improvise that's off of that. That's another thing too. You know? Got I a mean, defensive coach. Every, they've been, <sighs> poor Joy Taylor. I was so disappointed in her. They use that as a quick reason to sit like to dismiss two, two is going to do good. Well, they got an offensive coach. So obviously that's going to be the remedy to everything. Yeah. So that that's, the Bears. that's the narrative. Every offensive coach is going to succeed. Yeah. Every defensive coach is going to fail. Yeah. That's yeah. just not true. Oh, I know. One <laughs> team wins the championship every I know. year. I know. I and you, it's I, been a defensive I, coach for the last 20 pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It's been Bill Belichick, you know, who. Yeah, it's from a defensive mind, you know, mindset, you know, but I'm sure knows offense inside and out. Yeah. You know, you want to take a break or what? Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right. I'm going to queue up commercials from 1990. Awesome. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes here. Uh. One of the ways Ryder makes your move easier is by renting trucks with automatic transmission. Because moving doesn't have to be an uphill battle. Ryder, we're there when you need us. Starts behind the eyes, goes behind the head. I guess they're stress headaches. I get them right here. My head is just getting tighter. You're clenching your teeth. My daughter does help contribute to my headache. For fast relief of tough headache pain, now there's extra strength Tylenol gel tabs. All the power of extra strength Tylenol combined with innovative Joko technology. Nothing works faster. It goes away really, really quick. I feel clear-headed again. Work fast for me. Tylenol gel tabs, the newest form of powerful pain relief. Works. Presenting Bandit. Pound for pound, he uses more energy than most dogs twice his size. That's why we make Mighty Dog. It has the perfect balance of nutrients he needs. It makes your dog a Mighty Dog. At your local True Value, finding someone to help you isn't a problem. 
Something that just can't be said of those enormous hardware warehouses. Find them, boys! This month at True Value, a twin pack of Red Devil Lifetime Caulk is just $1.99, and our True Test True Seal waterproofing is just $4.98 a gallon. True Value. Help is just around the corner. NBC's Sunday Night Movie will return following these messages. Now, the Martin Short press conference continues. Yes! I forgot what I was going to say. What was your question? Martin Short comes to NBC Tuesday this fall. At GEO, we've thought a lot about safety. That's why GEO Prism comes with standard dual airbags and available anti-lock brakes. In addition, it's equipped with a rugged steel safety cage. You see, we not only want to make accidents easier to avoid, We also want to make them easier to walk away from. Call 1-800-GET-TO-KNOW and get to know GeoPRISM with over 100 standard safety features. Want to spice up your summer? Win a week at the WMMR Taco Bell Beach House and a chance to win a trip to Cancun, Mexico. Sponsored by Taco Bell. Now open late. To register, just stop by any participating Taco Bell restaurant or send a postcard with your name, address, and daytime phone number to WMMR Taco Bell Beach House. P.O. Box 1767, Philadelphia, PA, 19106. From the station that reaches the beaches, 93.3 WMMR. How can we make satisfy you? Well, I really love McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, how about a double cheeseburger? Ooh, can we add some greens and some reds? Fresh lettuce and tomatoes? You got it. It's called the Daily Double. Must be double the price. Nope, just 99 cents. Are you kidding? Just 99 cents. You know, I really love fries, too. Okay, and a Coke for just $2.99. Now that's a work of art. The 99-cent Daily Double. What you want is what you get at McDonald's today. Explosive secrets of clear and present danger on Entertainment Night. Ernest Goes to Jail continues, starring Jim Varney. Blindfold, monsieur? No. Cigarette? No. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and cheese. Tombstone pizza, Pierre! What do you want on your tombstone? Real meat, real cheese. Much better tasting than pizzas made with imitation cheese. So what do you want on your tombstone? Napkin? No. Looks like she's wearing fake. But it's not. It's Forty's mascara. I'm too sexy. Oh, my shirt's so sexy. It hurts. The lash is so big, your everyone lash looks like three. Lash is so big, you'll swear it's fake. But it's Forty's Mascara from Ultima 2. Sexy Toad is yours for just $12.50 with any Ultima 2 purchase at JCPenney. I had a young couple from Sweden come into my store that was interested in buying a neon sign. And mailboxes, etc. We can pretty much pack and ship anything. The first question they asked me is, how do I get it home? It was a very fragile item. I made an instant decision to call mailboxes, etc. my buddy Norm. The item arrived there with no problem whatsoever. Norm's Norm. 
He's, he's just a cool guy. Give me a break. <laughs> Depend on mailboxes, etc. It's not what we do, it's how we do it. This month, you can go to McDonald's to check out the world's coolest cars. Not those cars, these cars. Or meet a bunch of cool new friends. Not those friends, these friends. Now kids can choose between a hip, hot, cool Barbie and Friends miniature with stylable hair or a tire squealing, pavement-peeling new Hot Wheels car. One with each $1.99 hamburger Happy Meal you buy your kids. Eight of each to collect. Only at McDonald's. Not those McDonald's. This McDonald's. You've made many friends on Thursday night. Now, meet Rachel. It's like all of my life, everyone has always told me, you're a shoe. You're a shoe. You're a shoe. You're a shoe. What if I don't want to be a shoe? What if I want to be a, a purse? You know, or, 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 or a hat? No, I don't want you to buy me a hat. I'm saying that I am a hat. It's a metaphor, Daddy. You can see where you'd have trouble. Friends, Thursdays this fall on NBC. This week, TV Nation buys a royal title. On your knees, buddy. Will the Brits accept their new lord? This card's good for one free drink. <laughs> TV Nation, NBC Tuesday. This week on Today, the latest on the baseball strike. Also, true stories of the Kennedy women and in honor of Woodstock, Joe Cocker. So join us this week. And see what a difference today makes. The more you think about what getting an education gets you and what you miss getting hooked, the more you know that you really have no choice. And what do I mean by that? Well, you can do school or you can do drugs, but you really can't do both. Now, if you choose school, you get to go as far as your talents will take you. But if you choose drugs, you get to go nowhere and maybe get AIDS, get busted, even get killed in the bargain. So, you ask me, why didn't I say that in the first place? Why did I have to say it at all? This advanced technology helps to diagnose arthritis. But to effectively relieve the minor pain of arthritis, use this, Advil. Advil contains the number one doctor-prescribed ingredient in its class in non-prescription strength. Advil provides fast relief, and it works directly at the site of arthritis pain. And Advil is gentler on your stomach than aspirin. So for minor arthritis pain, trust Advil. Advil, advanced medicine for pain. We all know granola is great tasting, but there's another side to it. Fat. But Kellogg's Low-Fat Granola has half the fat and all those big clumps of great taste. Mmm. Kellogg's Low-Fat Granola. For today's granola fans, great taste. Half the fat. back here Ooh, let me turn it down over on this end woodstock 94 <laughs> make it official <laughs> wow man these are commercials from 1990 yep. right wouldn't that be cool woodstock 94 man we're gonna have woodstock and have digital rape you know digital rape it was, it was still analog in 99. Didn't they do it to like digits and shit? Like, it know? was flip phone rape. <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't rough. quite digital. You know what I'm saying? You know. Oh, no. Um, so what we're doing, we're going to get into some TV league stuff here. Yeah. I'm going to try and that. find a let's good TV league, a league show here to watch. Friday the 13th. Uh, oh, at the end. She, she, she's now running for her life. Yeah. We're coming to climactic scene. 
coming to climactic scene. Ooh, I tell you what, a little spicy. <laughs> uh, that show, Candy. I saw the preview for that with Jessica Biel. Yeah, it seems I okay. It looked okay. I was like, this looks okay. You know, even like, the posters got a, like a weird like. Anytime you put like a, a strange orange filter, it's got like a dystopian vibe. It does feel yeah, like which, yeah. I don't even know what it's about. Uh, what, what, what is, what I know I, it's a chilling true story. Uh, <laughs> it is a well from the preview. What I what I gathered from it is it is about it takes place in 1980, and there is a very devout woman in a small town, I think in Texas or somewhere in the south, who uh, who uh, falls in love basically with her best friend's husband and murders her best friend. Basically, murders her best friend. That, that's what I surmised. But like all within like the interwoven in the gossipness of like small town America, you know, and the awful things that go on in small town America. And th- 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 that's what I project into it. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm writing the story about that. Again, that, that, that is Adam Croce's take on the uh, show. Uh, uh, what's it called? Vice, King, Lord, what's her? The Jessica Biel show. Oh, is this Magic. like new Hawaii Five O or old Hawaii Five O? That's the good thing about shows being rebooted is you get to, oh, that's oh, new Hawaii Five O. Could watch this while we fucking do TV league. That's I guess. Fine. Yeah, this would be of that time. I've never watched. Well, a it's a league show, so that's yeah. my thing here. So I'm. I've told Crow before. We're doing the league kind of a different way. Yeah. I've brought the divisions back. Yeah. It's premium channel. Yeah. Premium access channel, and then after that, channel three, four until I think there's eleven channels yeah. that are the divisions in our league. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is after the week, the TV week goes Monday to Sunday. Every Sunday, when the Sunday ratings are finalized, I'm going to calculate all the movement throughout yeah. the week, yeah. and then I'm going to promote and relegate three teams each. Now, before the way I was doing it is I was doing the promoting and relegating straight through divisions. Like if a team went from eight, if a show went from 18 to 21, I would put them with the 21s. But what I'm going to do, whatever division you get relegated or promoted into, you're there for the week, okay. whether you could score 20 points throughout the week. You're in that division. I always thought that's what it was. No. Before. <laughs> this is part of the show. You never understand. So before, but what would happen is yeah. if, it, if, a, if a show went from a 21 super rating, let's say they killed it. They got like three weeks in a row. Yeah. I would just, if they went, I would just move them to whatever number they were closest to. It was kind of more of a uniform uh-huh. thing. 20s were with the 20s. Uh-huh. 40s were with the 40s. But now I'm going to make it to where you get promoted into you start from the bottom and go division by division, week by week. So that oh, kind you of, enter the league to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So right, like perfect example. Before I get into who was promoted sure. and relegated, um, Better Call Saul ranked on the streaming charts, nine hundred minutes because the final season is on and it took COVID off. So people were like, "That's a great move for sh- COVID." Kind of helped streaming in that sense because there are shows that are airing their final seasons now, and people are like, "I don't even remember what happened." Because it, they've taken two years off because of COVID. Wow. So now everyone has to go back on Netflix and watch the first five oh, seasons of Better oh, Call oh, Saul. Oh, oh, oh. So, so, so they, so they held... could catch up to season six, which is currently airing right now. That's such a like just we're going to like the way a pusher pushes drugs or something. I'm going to kind of keep you somewhat, you know, you're going to be in the dark. And you're yeah. going to wonder, oh, I got to go back and that'll help us out in the long run. I mean, it's so a, a smart business model. So a but, perfect example. Yeah. So Better Call Saul, normally what I would do is it's at an 18 super rating. Yeah. And normally what I would do is I would just put it with the other 18s. It would automatically go into whatever division yeah. was. Yeah. But now I started it at the bottom. So right now it's the king of channel 10. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to. So it could get to the top. 
it's just going to go because right now it's it's got an 18 super rating. Yeah. And the rest of the division has like two, three, four. OK, so it's going to advance for the next three or four weeks just based on where it's where it's at. Better Saul call or better, better call, call Saul. Saul. Yeah, it'll go up to at least into the single digits. Yeah, I know um, people who like that show a lot. I've never watched. it. I'm actually going to put it up. On the yeah. screen here, so oh, uh, you so you can see it. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were watching Hawaii Five O a little bit. Oh no, okay, yeah, my yeah. bad. No, no, no. We'll go back to okay, Hawaii Five O. Okay, that's okay, man. Hey, shit, man, it's all good. Go back to Hawaii Five O. <laughs> I keep forgetting because yeah. I wanted you to see the standings. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't print anything out for you. I I didn't have that, the time. That's okay. I, I understand. So here yeah. is the shows that were promoted and relegated this week. Okay. We're going to start from premium division and work our way down. Okay. We have relegated from the premium division to premium access, Chicago Fire, Supernatural, and Dateline NBC. So for the next week, those three shows will be in that division. Even if they score enough points to have gotten out, it's, they're in it for the week. It's the second division, too, it's right? The second division. Exactly. That makes sense, those shows. Yeah. Promoted from premium access to premium, Heartland, Legacies, and the Goldbergs. Heartland has been fucking dominating for some reason i don't know if a new season yeah, came out and it's got the yeah. same thing people need to catch up but people like that fucking show this 50 year olds that found out how to work netflix i feel like go to heartland <laughs> also i feel like that's a that's one of those shows that like when you open up a fresh netflix account those are the shows they show you yeah yeah exactly. like before you have an algorithm they show you heartland who's in heartland is, is, is i think the, it's that broad from smallville that fucking uh <laughs> that peter J mckeon's wife uh, what's her name? Oh, she was in Superman three. She plays Lana Lang in Superman three. Oh, no, Annette that, O'Toole. Is, isn't that Virgin River? That okay? Yeah, it's Virgin the same River. kind of show. Yeah, yeah. The producer of that took a pass, but gave us notes. I don't Goldberg's getting that post Garland bump. So, so, so going it, up. It's Goldberg's going up. is in yeah. premium. That show's popular. Yeah. So relegated from premium access to Channel Three, Shameless, Nine One One, and The Good Doctor. So they're in Channel Three. I got a question for you. Yes. I, I, have you watched again the show the Goldbergs? Have you ever watched the Goldbergs? Yeah, I like it. Is, yeah, is it, what's good about it? I'm curious. It's and like I'm not judging. I'm it's real. It's just like it takes place in the '80s, so it's all '80s like fucking uh, retro shit. Yeah, Pat Oswalt narrates it, so you have that. Like, oh, oh, well, he's good. He's got a he's good voice. Good, yeah, and it, it's just like a kooky family. Like the kids embarrassed about his family. It's got the wheel, the old man. Fucking Jeff Garland sits around in his underwear in a fucking recliner and shit. The mom's a big titted whore. It's got good stuff to fucking go around. And then, so what it's, is, the show though, why it's cool is yeah. the dude who made it, it's about his life. And the kid in the show is like filming his life. And then at the end of the episode, you get to see the actual footage that he shot as a kid. Oh, that's kind of cool. So like you see the episode and then you get to see the real people that the actors are playing. Like, like at the in end 1985 of it, Like shit. if the episode's yeah. about him going fishing with Jeff Garland and they have like an awkward time fishing, he'll show you pictures of that actual fishing trip. Yeah. Yeah. Later. That, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean. <clears throat> and I, it's gotten a lot of points because I think the actor who plays the kid is gay. So they, uh, I think they're kind of writing into the show that this is a little, we got a little gay kid here. <laughs> so it's got the post Garland gay bump. <laughs> yeah you promoted Field. promoted from channel three into premium access new amsterdam hospital show it's all yeah. you need those yep. are fucking money off the bat yeah shark tank and a million little things hospital shows do well they really do do well you know relegated from three to four and this is why i like relegating throughout the week now because it's gonna it's gonna 
filter out some of those shows that haven't been on for a while. Like Manifest is going to start getting relegated because it's yeah. not going down. Uh, it got relegated from three to four with the Great North and the Equalizer. Yeah. Uh, four to three, Riverdale, Call Me Cat, Family Guy. Uh, and it goes on and on. You could see how the new... Uh, I don't want to go like division. Yeah, division. yeah, yeah. That's a lot of no, it makes sense though. I mean, like, like the people on the, uh, like on the cusp, people on the cusp. Like it makes sense in our old league. Yeah, you can see like, yeah, why why they're on the border. You know what I mean? Goldberg's Chicago Fire. Those were like bottom tier, upper echelon. You know what I mean? And that makes sense. That they were going to the second league. So I, I like your adjustment, Keith. I, th- I think it's a uh, a maturation of the proce- process. Oh yeah. So here you know? is uh there's gonna, a dead body. There's a dead body. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> this is the submarine Atlantis. We got the body of a female victim. Female victim, no titties whatsoever. That that, that, you know, that that's a that's I a moment. They got the song. Yeah, it's definitely that drumming. I got. I guess James used to hype you up. You said the song. You said Jack you up. I got fired up as an eight or nine year old boy. Hell yeah! This song, this song, and the Monday Night Dano. Football theme Wasn't song. isn't Dano? Book him, Dano. In this show? That was the line. Book him, Dano. I know that, from Jack a, Lord. There's a sketch from fucking uh, SNL that Sherry or uh, I'm about to say the fucking character's name that Molly Shannon used to do. Yeah, and it was Sally O'Malley. I'm 50 years old. <laughs> it was like this Sally, and she would say like, "I'm ready." And I'm 50. And then she would be like, 50 years old. Book him, Dano. <laughs> and that's the only, that's how I knew that phrase. Yeah, was from the Sally O'Malley, yeah. I'm 50 sketch. That was the catchphrase. <laughs> that was the, if I, I'd say that like without irony right now. I think I'd say it seriously. Hey, so, book him, Dano. Up in the bottom division, we had some season debuts. We have Holy yeah. Moly, which looks like a miniature golf competition. It's all reality show competitions, dance competitions, song competitions, mini golf competitions, Lego building competitions, chef competitions with kids, chef competitions with comedians, chef competitions where you have comedians come in and say what your favorite food is. They got a new one on TNT that's popular called Rat in the Kitchen, where it's a bunch of people cooking food and one of them is going to sabotage your meal and there's going to be some chef that's going to eat your meal and it's going to taste bad. Like these shows are killing it. I, I... yeah okay <laughs> but i think that's, that's when, my just but smack, that's what bah, i think makes bah, it possible bah. for when a good scripted show does come out it'll yeah. really pop yeah because people are just getting nothing but reality bullshit yeah yeah but better call saul right now is up top of channel 10 so right now better call saul and the ultimatum marry or move on let's yeah. see what this show is they just had a good show and not a tell her cell phone, the governor is calling her while she's in the middle of making love because she's hot, but she's also smart. She's wired into the political machine. So of those two shows have an 18 and 16 super rating. Yeah. And they're in channel 10, which is kind of single digits, sevens, yeah. nines, sixes, and fives as far yeah. as super rating. So because of that, when they get promoted to channel nine this week, yeah, they'll be in with nines. So they're going to be... And over the next couple of weeks, just based on their score right now, they'll get into like channel six or five, which is better call Saul Saul. because it's a streaming show. So it got 900, 900 some million watch minutes. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's a that's a true deep dive. That's like my when you're getting into the higher hundred minutes, that means that's a what do they call it? Like when uh, that's Netflix and chilling. Yeah. Like those are the people who like I'm putting this on and studying for finals. That's also a big thing too. Fine. This is finals week. 
Like people are wrapping oh. up college. Oh, interesting. So they're putting shit on and studying and yeah. snorting Adderall and just fucking <sighs> studying. I got to admit it, Keith. I will admit this on the show. We'll see if it comes back to haunt me. Snorted uh, Adderall? No, I never snorted Adderall. Adderall but uh, Good stuff. But, but I like Adderall. Yeah. I, uh, I, I find it to be an he enjoyable... He doesn't snort it. He takes it anally. I, uh, I'm like Stevie Nicks. Oh, no. no. Uh, it, I do not do that. So let's round um, out. This is the premium channel, Bridgerton. We had a Bridgerton Oh, yeah. Debut. Isn't that a... Isn't like a... Are they diving into race on that one or something? Well, or? so here we talked about it last week. It's about a black royal family. Like of in the 1800s, like this royal family oh, that's black, yeah. and it's kind of based on a like a rumor that there was a royal lady who did have like you know how they say Andrew uh, Jackson or, or Hamilton yeah. is like Caribbean. His mom was yeah. like this Caribbean whore, yeah, who banged like a white. That's kind yeah. of like this. There's supposedly there was a old royal, royal broad of, who of, probably of, maybe was like Jamaican or something. Yeah, yeah, it's probably maybe. not true. You know, uh, but they're really knows. running with it in Bridgerton. It's just they're the blackest queen. She's got a cool little. Di- so, it's a good so, show. So it's. Ba- I mean, what's and they I mean? perfect yeah. the Netflix fucking where Netflix has figured out a system of nudity where it's full on passionate fucking, but they have body parts covering nipple. Like yeah. they never actually show. Yeah. But they'll show a girl like yeah cowgirl riding yeah. some fucking dude. Yeah. You just won't see her nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Her hands will be like perfectly placed <laughs> or his his hands will be like, yeah, yeah, or a bookshelf. One of the one of the fucking posts of the full <laughs> post bed will be covering her areola. Interesting. Netflix. Thanks for breaking it down. So Bridgerton I, is I, I three. needed that. Bridgerton inched its way to number three. Grey's Anatomy, number one, 84.809. Who is rating. this? Who is this older woman who's in this? Is it more than one? She, she's oh, that's known. she's in hacks. She's in hacks with our friend Meg Stalter. Oh yeah, she is. Have you ever seen Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right on top of that, Rose. She's Rose. She's the office lady that with red hair. Wow, wow. Yeah, that was from the 80s, right? Early 90s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I recognized that face, but it's just like wow. NCIS number two. We got a two team race here. Essentially, it's NCIS and Grey's Anatomy. Heading up at 81 for yeah. 84. This is the competition. Yeah. The next third place has 58 points, and that's Bridgerton. Yeah. Then we have Criminal Minds, 60 minutes, Squid Game number six in the premium. Cobra Kai is number seven, 48 hours, eight, not the Eddie Murphy movie, the new show. Yeah. It's good to see news up there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. They have like 48 episode seasons, though. Yep. Yep. The Witcher, The Witcher is a show that will start relegating out the over Witcher. the next few weeks because that people aren't watching it. It's yep. over. They're done with it. Yep. Um, Euphoria, number 10. Uh, I, I want to get into that show, actually. I I'm want sorry. to get into it. You I'll know? figure it out. And yeah. then we have, I'm going to go through the bottom 10 real quick here. Chicago Med, The Rookie. Here's what's amazing about The Rookie. The Rookie's got a 45 super rating just off cable television. No streaming help wow. whatsoever. This is wins, wins every week. Yeah, rising throughout the week. People love Nathan Fillion, dog. Yeah, and what show again? The For- Rookie. Oh, oh, oh it's cop. It's show? the same premise of the show Castle. Do you remember Castle? Castle's about a writer who writes murder novels, so he like shadows this female cop. Oh yeah, and like they fall in love. He becomes a de facto police officer. It's that type of shit. Yeah. This is a show about a forty-year-old guy who becomes a police officer. He's like the old rookie. 
and like observing the world of the police. No, he's actually old. a cop. But he's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cop, but he's. But it's kind of like Castle. Forty-year-old perspective. It's like if mm-hmm. Castle that Castle got canceled and then the character became a police officer yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gotten fucked. Um, Coco Melon Thirteen Netflix Kid Show, uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, uh, yeah. Fourteen The Blacklist Fifteen Heartland Sixteen Up from Division Two Seventeen U Eighteen Simpsons Nineteen Legacies Twenty Goldbergs Let's see if Goldbergs Legacies and Heartland can fucking pump its way up into the prime division here. Yeah. The yeah. Pre- remember when I called it the premium channel because yeah. remember when that was like he's got premium channels. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I remember it well. So let's go to TV history here, sure, buddy. Sure, absolutely. Pull up these times. I know. I, I like the new. I think the new structure. I can follow it. You know, if that's yeah, that's an important uh, threshold to pass. You know, if uh, if my dullard mind can follow it, but no. Um, okay. So I want to make sure we're in because we watched some of this last time. So I made time codes yeah. to the fun parts, and then we could go fuck around and see what happened in 1990 and close out this bitch strong. Yeah. Yeah. You, you getting tired? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no. I'm listening. Candy was that. I forgot the name of the show. It was such a yeah, the Hulu name. show. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think the I, I liked the uh, the the preview, the little teaser for it. I was like, this looks okay. It, it has a creepy feeling to it, you know, and it's based on a true story where, you know. I, <laughs> so what I didn't know is this is a full on reboot of the Brady Bunch. As a kid, I thought this was just like a TV movie. Yeah. I didn't, and you know what? I watched both parts of this. I had forgot how it ended. I think I had only seen the first episode. Yeah. Because he stays paralyzed. For some reason in my head, I thought he walks. <laughs> Peter walks. Yeah, yeah. Or, or no, no, it was... Uh, or Bobby. Bobby, yeah. He fucking stays paralysis. Yeah. So this was a whole nine-episode show. Mike runs for mayor of fucking Silver Lake or well, whatever no, no, the fuck. No, 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 He runs I'm for governor. <laughs> I'm not running. I'm prancing. Uh, you know, enough is enough. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, well, yeah, that'll be a, a cancel. Yeah, Robert Reed was so terrified of coming out. He had a kid. He had a, he had a beard. He had a wife for a while, but I'm sure he was like, so this we're going to go it. This isn't doing it for 26 me. minutes here. The, we, we saw the accident. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to go to 26 minutes. Whoa, 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 this is whoa, whoa, the hospital scene. We're going to miss the bedside conversation, though. That looks like it could be okay. But anyway, well, here we go. The doctor's not quite sure. I love this scene because fucking Greg is a doctor and he's like, the doctors aren't quite sure. And the doctors are behind him like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Many times they recover completely. Can we see him now? Just the two of you for now. He's still very weak. He's still very weak. <laughs> you know goddamn well Florence Henderson singing at some point in this oh, episode yes, too. Oh, yes, yes. That was a big demand on her part. <laughs> you, I must sing a tune. Flor- this is her, I mean, what a fucking... It just they probably made more money for this than they made during all seven years of the Brady Bunch because they had no fucking, you know, rights. I just can't bear to see him like that. (laughs) This is a moment. (laughs) Bobby. Uh, Dad. Hi, son. Would you like me to dab ice chips on your lips? <laughs> the weather was perfect. The track was perfect. I wasn't perfect. I'm sorry. Bobby, you Dude. did great. <laughs> That's what they open with? Yeah. Encouragement? You did swell. No. Bobby, you did swell. Remember the swell? 
No, no. If you were the honestly, guys aren't so swell on me anymore. If you came out of that, uh, you'd be scared shitless. You'd be scared shit. I don't give a fuck how tough you are. You'd be scared shitless. You'd be like, oh, you would be jarred. You know what I mean? Like you would be, you'd have a hard, hard time being cogent. I think you know. I don't know if you go to that place. So here's a side thing. I'm going to speed through and tell you. Yes, yes. Greg Brady switches his doc. He wants to. He wants to deliver babies after this. So this changes him. He he's all about bringing life into the world now. So that's a thread for the rest of the show. He changes his his profession. I'm sure the writers' room was like, "Oh yes, we'll give him a, th- a storyline too." You know, it's like I-, I hope my writing doesn't come off that. So this is important. That obvious, you know. So this is the rehab. My and why I'm kind of flicking through this, and we'll go to. We have to finish yeah. it with part two yeah. a little bit. Bobby goes from paralyzed. I'm just going to spoil it, and we'll yeah. go on the journey. It's fine, dude. Yeah, it's he fine. goes from this rehab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To getting married in part two. <laughs> you know, I just, I knew when I had the accident that that's what sparked me to get married. Just let the table do its work at first. Whoa. There you go. Kind of feel like you're a medical experiment, <laughs> don't you? We're just got you tied to the fucking board. I'm going to stick something in your butt and you can't feel it. Am I ever going to walk again? Many spinal cord traumas are not permanent. But I can't move uh. my legs at all. Bobby, recovery doesn't happen at 200 miles. You can see why uh, his career didn't really take off. (laughs) People going to call me a crip for the rest of my life? Girl, Tracy called you again. Tracy's the one he marries, so he does not want to speak to Tracy. Tracy broke his no. Tracy broke his heart before he was a race car driver. Back in school, she was my girlfriend, but I'm not exactly boyfriend material right now, so. uh, Let's just get this thing in gear, huh? Wow. Wow. Very adamant against it. So that's 32 minutes? Wow. Let's go to 34, sure, 16. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's okay, okay. I like it, you know. So, oh, oh, are they... <laughs> that's a nice ramp, Wally. Isn't it? Yeah, this thing... Oh, he's putting uh, in a ramp. 500. Look at him fucking masculate down these stairs. <laughs> Have you seen it, honey? That's a nice ramp, Wally. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, Wally, you're looking good. He's also talking about his interior design. Oh, sorry. Nice ramp, Wally. When you're done, come upstairs. Oh, Did you see when he puts his hands on his hips, sir? You know what I'm looking for? Your videotape camera. <laughs> That's not bad. Video camera, no. Videotape, yes. I'm looking for the tape oh, of the look at this. Stuff. I want to get rid of it before Bob comes home. I saw Mickey playing with your tapes. Well, the kids are in the family room. God, oh, he, Carol, that's got our fishbowl party taped on These are the dilemmas you have running a modern family. The kids are watching the crash. Oh, my God, the modern family is falling apart. This is a parenting moment. Mickey, you're sick. Who said you could play this tape? No one. I put it in the VCR all by myself. Yes, well, you don't play it again, you understand? You don't play it again. This is more bad. <laughs> It's also the message of this. Wow, Mickey. uh, That's your Uncle Bobby. We don't like to see what happened to him. If I don't play it, does that mean it didn't happen? No, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's just that when you... Quit making good points. (laughs) But we just came down. So go back up again. Come on. So now we're prepping for Bobby to get home. Oh, this is like his... He's competing with Tom Cruise in Born on the Fourth of July on this, you realize. Oh, yeah, this is that the came same, out the year, same right? year, right? By 89? 90. This oh, is this May 90. Okay, no, yes, February 1990. Yeah, yeah, this came out right when that... That, that had been out for like a year, maybe. 
That was a big stretch. You, you know, playing a disabled character as an actor. Oh, okay, Grandma. You got it. Somebody's coming. Classic comedy cavalry. Because here's the thing: you got to throw some comedy in here. It's Brady Bunch, so they do the classic. Several people show up besides Bobby. What are you doing here? Bobby's coming home today, right? Right. And you're wondering what I'm doing here? Alice. Oh, Alice, you've got such a good well, heart. Well, Sam lost our life savings betting on the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are going to win it one day. <laughs> no, no, at this point, it would be the Broncos. Be the Broncos. The, Bron- the Broncos are happy the Bills happened because the Broncos were the whipping boys. Were the, and, yeah. Because they lost four Super Bowls. And you know who else had lost four Super Bowls? The your Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Bobby and your father. I knew that. The fact that he hooked up with that woman on that reality show, I remember. Was just- He's a pussy hound in this. He, the, one of the dilemmas in this episode is he makes a date with two separate women and he has to get out of it by lying to one of them. Oh, God. And it's like the smooth of just like, ooh, dodged that one. But like they have very much implied that he's still going to fuck these girls. He's just like, say, Sue. Do you mind if we go out on Friday? Would you not be swell about that? Oh, I love a long, long story. Uh, this modern '80s kitchen—it's all bright. God, it's annoying. It's just so annoying. Grounding it in like an in suburban late '80s, like, uh, it's just gross. So Bobby <laughs> finally gets home. This is my mom, Carol? Hi. Hi. Now I understand. Oh, here we go. Not everybody. Not everybody. Is that? I've saved myself for last. Here we I'm go. Peter. Hi, Peter. It's nice to meet you. I'm Erica. Erica, this is my mom, Carol. Hi. Hi. It's a pleasure to meet you. If you notice how feathered my mullet is coming in here. Now I understand you're a physical therapist, right? Yeah. Well, I have this reoccurring pain in my shoulder. Peter, when did Peter? I have a, I have a hard dick in my shoulder. I was. <laughs> you hurt your arm, mom. Well, maybe we. Should. I did it from edge masturbating, yeah. mom. <laughs> what if he's just like a sick psychopath? <laughs> Well, exactly. He's kind of weird. His acting's a little bit. It's a whatever. I mean, you can tell. You know, they're not really very good actors. There's a reason why they didn't have well, a lot of work. You know, here. they played good. Oh, is Michael Ironside in this? No, he's oh. not. So I'm going to this oh. guy's channel. Okay. I was like, wow. Oh man. Oh. Oh, is all that Baba Black Sheep? Oh, I think it was. I gotta find it. It's okay, dude. It's all good. So the Brady's season one episode, Brady 500 part two. There we go. Cutting right in. Look at just balling. Just making them feel so guilty. They're just all so happy they're, to see him. They're balling. Hey, come on, everybody. This isn't the end of the world. He's the young kid. Hey, come on, everybody. This isn't the end of the world. <laughs> oh, it's he puts a positive spin on it. That's what he tries to do. And listen, I don't know if I'm going to be in this wheelchair for. Come stab me in the leg. It's fun. <laughs> I can't feel it. Here, I got a dagger. Bobby's the inspiration. You know, I'm glad to be home. It's good to have you home. Yeah. You bet, Bob. I'm Brady. getting choked up watching that. <laughs> that affected me on an emotional plane. So let's go to, okay, so yeah, Peter, another Peter is a pussy hound here. We'll go to 10 minutes. Let's see. I think this is the fucking thing of him trying to get out. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't had a chance to tell you yet. Here we go. He's got a date with this broad in the green shirt. I'm not going to be able to get away from lunch. I'm swamped. How high her hair is. The product. I mean, the ozone layer above her is just gone. Yeah. About seven o'clock. God, that is such a like late '80s office. 
I just started to go into offices at this age when I was an intern in Washington, D.C. Although it wasn't as hip. It was more beat up. It was a nonprofit office. So it wasn't like a hip office. So he's hitting on her at work. Oh, he fucking just scored, dude. He's got a date. Now watch. Now look, he's going to realize. Wow. Peter. Look at him. Hi, Donna. By the music, you can tell this yeah. broad fucks. <laughs> Hi. I was just thinking about... Hi. Our date for tonight. Yeah. Hi, can I just lean my titties over your Knife? desk real quick? Mm -hmm. Tonight, that was tonight, wasn't it? Uh -huh. Oh, and they lay in also, they lay in the, the mayoral campaign because Mike gets mad that nobody's got ramps in the town. Uh, oh, Bobby. oh, oh, this is big. My Robert's paralyzed and I'll put ramps in North Hollywood now. Uh, th that was a big issue like in the 80s. Like, like all the public accommodations buildings in the, in the country had to have ramps put in. And that, there was a big fight over that because that's going to be resources, you know. I've got three choices picked out for dinner. They're glad the they got it now because restaurant, yeah. mother, nurture. everyone's shitty diet has made them all. Now you got the diabetic. homeless people using them as beds. <laughs> There's the vegetarian place, peas and quiet. Donna, about dinner tonight. And then, of course, last but certainly not least. Oh. Would you mind a menage? Mm. Boy, she, 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 my place. she tried to act. Is that? Oh. It looks like Heather Graham. Oh. Who is that? It's just some blonde broad. Oh, uh, they that Mimi Rogers? They couldn't, they couldn't get the real Marsha Brady. You think they're going to get a known fucking... Oh, no. What's the matter? I oh, must man, have her been acting confused is... when I looked at my schedule. Oh, I think no. my acting might be better than this. And You're I'm bad, a bad actor. available tomorrow night, are you? Well, I, I guess I could be. I haven't defrosted my chicken cacciatore. Why don't I come on over tomorrow night and we can defrost your cacciatore with my balls yeah. together. Yeah. And by that, I mean we're going to heat it up with the friction of our bodies. <laughs> I'm going to slide up against you. <laughs> I hope you like your food. All right, next time code. Yeah. yeah. Um she she's pretty but what a So here's actress. another thing we can go to. So throughout She's not this, even good enough to be like Meg Tilly. You know, so Cindy Brady works at a radio station and her program director wants a piece. Did I tell you? It works. And this is his game. This is his game. This is how he's hitting on Cindy. He's going to drop her some smooth love talking on her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's something a little bit unfair about our working relationship. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. I did not ask you to this fancy lunch to hear complaints. It's not a complaint, exactly. It's just that when I came in for my interview, I gave you a resume and you got to learn a lot about me. That's right. And then you asked to honk my right boob. What's the deal with that? Well, they should. Okay, what do you want to know? God. Office skills? Great dictation skills. Oh. Not taking. Hobbies? Well, wow, I mean, th this is how they're expressing romance in this. Tennis, Again, I look at my script. I worry that I've done it this obvious. Cindy? Is it obvious I want to sexually assault you? <laughs> I hope it's not this bad. Kids on your desk. I hope it's a they? little bit better. Here we go. More. Carly is 15, going on 29. And Carly is 15, going on hates me. I'm not going to ask you how old your wife is, but how come she never comes by the station? Here, she's he's dead. about to wet her pussy up right here. She would have liked to. The week before I took over at KBLA, Leslie was killed. A drunk oh god you just wetted her vagina <laughs> so hard i, I, I want to see her reaction the public service announcements against drunk driving i didn't mean to pry no don't you see it turns me on 
Did you see how I kind of gave you a little coy smile? He, he's, I mean, I he's you? got some acting ability. He's only he taking it seriously. No. Oh, man. No, how could you have known? I could not. Three years ago. You know, in a way, you're my first date. <gasps> really? She's opening her his heart. You see how yeah. I've cornered you into this intimate situation? I'm going to graze your nipple. Listen, you he's, he's, he's a sensitive. Uh, this Again, you, he, they're maneuvering the complexities of modern 1989, 1990 All romance. Right. Now know? we're going to bring Tracy. Times are complex back then. We're going to bring Tracy into the game now. Sure. We'll have a baby. So Jan and her, her fucking balding boy husband can't have a baby. That's their thing in this. Oh. And their running jokes is just like, well, we'll keep trying. And then they flip <laughs> the sheet over their head. Right. It's like, well, I'm really barren. So they, they, they. Oh, her puss. No, it's his cum. It's dry. Oh, he's shooting blanks. He's shooting fucking he's shooting sand blanks. Enter Bobby? Tracy. And he ain't having it. Uh oh. Crocious, I'm giving you a mark. This yeah. is 17 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. Uh, in seven minutes, they'll be married. Okay. Is that Martha Quinn? I don't know. Is that Martha Quinn? The VJ Martha Quinn? I, it cannot be Martha Quinn. That cannot be Martha Quinn. That cannot be her. I, 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 I make this mistake all the time of projecting it in like a more famous person than what they really are. It's someone. It's, it's absolutely. It's her. fucking Martha Quinn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She was one of the five original VJs on MTV. With JJ, Triple Jackson, Alan Hunter, Alan Goodman, Nina Blackwood, and and, and Martha Quinn. I had a crush on her because she was super cute. She had this cute, wafy, small woman. Quinn played Tracy, who married Bobby Brady. Yeah. She did it as like a big ironic goof. This was tongue-in-cheek. Tell you what, this has got a little well, more artistic credibility now. this is pre-MTV. She didn't get on MTV until 91. No, 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 her, no, 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 oh, no, no. Quinn's wall. This says Quinn's presence on MTV through 1991 was noted by Rolling Stone. So she was there before that. Yeah, exactly. So it was from 80. She was in 81, dude. She was there for 86, 10 years. Late 86 left MTV. However, she was rehired in early 89. Yeah. So she was there in 86, left, and then 89 until 92. Your whole college years. Yeah. Oh, she, she was. I mean, well. Yeah, I didn't watch much TV back then, dude. I was fucking like partying and like hitting the books, experiencing life and hitting the books, exactly, pounding the you know? books and the beaver. You know, fuck yeah, that's fucking Martha Quinn. I want to hear what she says. I'm so glad to see you. Can you feel my kisses, Bobby? Oh, on TV it looked pretty bad, but in person it was worse. <laughs> I tried to go see you in the hospital, but they said only family, so I had to wait. Yeah, and I specifically I told him you weren't my family. Go away, you bitch. <laughs> Could you excuse me for just a minute? Peter, come into the kitchen. Uh, I'd like to get a drink of water. I can't reach the glass. So uh, he's uh -oh. gonna he's gonna go ahead and uh, wow, wow is it, we're gonna go to twenty. I really hope my show isn't this obvious. We're when gonna I, go to twenty forty. Bobby's gonna speak his mind here. When, when I when I watch. <laughs> Bobby. Are you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Mickey, <laughs> didn't I tell you about... He looks like an ad for fucking skateboards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. You and I have to have a little talk. No. Didn't I tell you to not ride your Equal Vision LA gear skateboard in the house? <laughs> <laughs> that, it, it's such bad like, product placement. It's so obvious. Absolutely. Or, or faux pro pro product so, placement. you ran into Peter outside? No. I called her. No, I ran into Peter's erect penis. Fucking He's just out Ma there. Martha Quinn, man. She was. I mean, they're probably she paying was, good money. I mean, 
It's amazing. Like, that was the biggest mistake of my I mean, life. she was a known, like, listen, if you were hip and you were a kid, teenager, in your 20s, college age, Martha Quinn was kind of a respected, you know, there was, was a certain respect. I think I would have gotten the irony goo for this. Bobby's going to speak his mind. Yeah. Tracy, it was great. It was fun. It was more than great and fun. You were the best friend I ever had. Bobby, you found my G-spot. You knew. If you think the wheelchair matters, it doesn't. It isn't the wheelchair. After we broke up, I started dating a lot of other women, and it made me realize how restricted I I fuck real swell, Tracy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I was thinking. Is that true? Yeah. Of course it's true. Oh, he belittles her. I told all of them the same thing. Told everyone how awful you were. (laughs) Every relationship I talked about you, none of them good. There's six or seven women that I've made come, and they think you're a bitch. Look at him wheel away. You can't, really. you, can't, you can't talk about previous relationships with girlfriends. That, 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 that's bad for him. It might come up so, a little bit, but not much. <clears throat> not much. So that was, they we're at 22 minutes. Yeah. What's going on? We're, I'm going forward two minutes. Wasn't this our favorite bitch? Yeah, I think it was. Two minutes, two television minutes <laughs> from her saying, I, you've made me feel small, and I told every single person that. Uh, Keith, I really hope my script isn't this Well, bad. just as long as you don't have people going from hating each other to marriage in two and a With half like minutes. With, like, zero exposition or a reason why, you know, it's, it's like... I died when you were in that accident, and I wasn't alive again until I saw you. You know something? You were the last thing I thought about just before it happened. Talk, I thought about how small you make me. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Sorry, let me know. Oh no! It, it, it is two minutes. It, it is. This is amazing. Again, Keith, I really hope my script isn't this bad. I hope it's not this one-dimensional. I hope it's not this telegraphed. I hope the character arcs aren't this uh, like paint by numbers. You know what I mean? I mean, there needs to be a through line. That's Echo Park. I feel like that's Echo Park. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is. That that absolutely is. That's Echo Park. Absolutely. Yeah, because they have the gondolas. Yeah, absolutely. That is. That that lake is nothing but duck feces and human urine at this point. And just like weird weeds. You don't want to go swimming in there. So we're going to go. You don't take a dip in there. So the rest of this episode is all Bobby marriage prep. Okay. We're going to go to 4040. And she, this is when our look man. Look at this. They're still wet. Oh, oh, yeah. Isn't it cute? God, it's Hallmarkish. Here we go. God, he, he wants to stand up. This is the big moment. Florence Henderson sang for legitimately five minutes. She sang in the living room. This is supposed to be a moment, you know. His legs look dead as fuck. That's good acting. I'm like FDR. <laughs> the New Deal. We have a new deal coming. And with this new deal. Oh, and then Jan and the dude are gonna adopt kids, I think. I think that's a through line. You take Tracy Wagner to be your lawfully wedded. Crow, wife. this yeah. guy on Vimeo, he's got every episode of this. this We're watching this whole show. This is TV history. Oh, this is the dude from Little House on the Prairie. He was the priest in Little House on the Prairie. Oh, he's probably the same priest in Little House on the oh, Prairie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he it's the same. I actor. do. And you only have one role, boy. Uh-oh. We'll be hearing a lot of those in the future. Oh, Greg gave birth. Some There was a pregnant broad there. And thank God Greg Brady decided to switch his entire profession to giving birth. I know. 
So he can like ham handed segues like that. I hope it's my pivots aren't that obvious. Ooh, look at him wiping all the the life off his hands. Now, have you, he's coming down like he just baked a pie. All the placenta, <laughs> all the placentas being wiped off. Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna spread it over the lawn with me? <laughs> God. But I mean, uh, that's the first episode of the show. Um, that was an arc. Tell you what, after that though, I think I'm a little bit. Oh yeah, we'll ease out yeah, of it here. Yeah, yeah, I just got I, to. I, I got to uh, that was that was good though. Yeah, I, I was. Do you want to see the preview? Can we watch the preview to Candy? Want to see that? Can we put that on? Okay. Is that is that allowed? Maybe we'll get dinged for it. Like, I, I think you know this is maybe this is our hook. <laughs> we ride the coattails of uh, you know popular uh, uh, online. Well, I mean, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to insert just for the search purposes. We got to talk about. It. Why exactly. do you think I talk about all the abortion stuff? Oh man, just because I want I want to get up there on Google. Yeah, yeah, it's. That's the the internet's talking about abortions, Craig. I, I, I was getting pretty worked up today, actually, about it. I was getting Compassion pretty angry. And friendship, yeah, you've shown. I was thinking to start up a children's choir, teach children to be louder. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful idea. I do. You're just a sweetheart. What is wrong? I know it makes me horrible. I'm not getting fucked. No, no, uh, yeah. That's bad Every female murderer looked like Eileen Wernos back then. <laughs> no looker killers. Oh, poisoning people. Candy, we were so close, and I've just been so busy. She knows. God, so uh, that's such a fucking. Hey, we had that same owl in, in my. Yeah. Yeah, that same macrame owl. Yeah, they're getting to the bottom of the barrel of true events, though. Like this could be leading you on, and then it's like, yeah, we bake illegal pies. Oh Lord, Candy, did you hear? Such a travesty what happened to her. So she's just murking people off in the neighborhood. What? What? It's her. Uh, her. It's her best friend that she. She kills her best friend yeah. because Strong she wants to. Oh, yeah, because it's a fucking trifle. Well, look at her. I mean, of course she wants the neighbor. It looks like if you've drew uh, any librarian, <laughs> that's what Candy looks like. It's Jessica Biel, though. She's playing against type. Yeah, but type. they made her look gross. Yeah, but, but it, well, she's playing against type. Well, yeah, because they probably want to show her nude at least at some point. <laughs> so, like, we got to get I think Beale. it looks pretty good. I know no, it, it looks, looks great. You know, I'm, not, I'm shitting you know? on it just to shit on it. <laughs> uh, but let's hit this right. outro yeah. music here. Absolutely, man. Good show. Had fun. Had some good energy on this one. You know, yeah, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, we're on Twitch now. Uh, Twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel. Yeah, um, we're, I'm uploading clips to YouTube, so follow this is Keith Pazel on YouTube. This is Keith Pazel on Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah, follow us at Insecure Comic on Absolutely. Twitter. Very fun. Absolutely, uh, I might be back in a few days. I don't know when Crow is going to be back. We well, took enough back. time off to where I feel like you actually want to do the show now. Wait, well, well, yeah, I mean, well, it's, you know, I, I want to, you know, get in the. Yeah. I got anyway, my, I've been busy as hell. See you guys right. next week. Bye. And these guys got a
can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>